Today is such a day. Alrighty, so before we begin today's adventures, take these sashimi rolls at the table because I feel like these may come in particularly handy for mm, you. Mm. It might be something that you want to have. So last week, as we left off, we had battled Bull Butcher, that demon, and a couple of the hogs that have been lo let loose, more of these hunter hogs. I don't know, what's the bloodhound version of a pig? Trafe. Not, not eating it. Um, well, I guess Marshall might. See, not kosher. <laughs> we dealt with those. <laughs> and we had made our way up onto the Genie's Smile, the apparently mercenary ship that the Scarlet Triad had paid to sail them down to still wherever exactly it is that we are. Hunter Hog. Hunter Hog? Hunter Hog. I like Hunter Hog. I thought so. We'll go with Hunter Hog. Let's do it. So we dealt with the Hunter Hogs. <laughs> we're going to call them the Pig's Feet. Took the ship. The mercenaries were kind enough to immediately surrender and make absolutely no attempts to fight us based on the fact that they just watched us kill a seven-foot-tall teleporting murder demon. So, you know... You said nine-foot good, sir? I seven, think seven. Nine. Yeah, somewhere I'm there. seven. You said he towered over me. He towered over the Come herd. on. A thousand years, a thousand generations. Who cares? <laughs> I care. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it is said, perhaps, that the line between bravery and stupidity is... Right thinner there. than one would expect. But fortunately, <laughs> these mercenaries did not have to worry about the line because they surrendered immediately. It's glorious. Possibly the wisest decision they could make. It's not like they understand how magic works or the fact that Roshane basically has, like, no spells. Uh, a feat that, thanks to the fact that we had the demon's head worked again, we went down to the actual Scarlet Triad Enforcers below decks, which was more or less immediately where we had left off. Still on board the Genie Smile, still below decks, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yep. Turn to Sirenscape. Give me the boat noises. Hey, hey boat noises. <laughs> I'm on a boat. So right as these uh, trio of dwarves down here had agreed to just kind of throw in the towel and probably not fight you and die horrible deaths, you were left blow decks with them with lines like a, a few dozen, maybe three dozen uh, different citizens, fishermen, just people from the town who had been put in these rows of manacles against the port and starboard walls of the ship. Uh, some of them are not in great shape. They don't look like they've been treated particularly well, but nobody appears to have like life-threatening injuries of any kind. Just roughed up, basically. Yeah, roughed up. Yeah. It's almost like they got captured by pirate sleepers yeah. <laughs> and then shackled on a ship who oh, they really only just like alive was the bar they were shooting for and they have they have successfully made it to that bar. All right, I guess do we want to start getting these off of them? Of course. Uh here, take these keys, I'll take these keys. All right, let's go. And uh you would th these uh dwarves here would definitely turn over the keys again. They're not not on the They're not super the fighting front right here. They're not going to be real big on the, you know, getting murdered. Not super excited about that. So uh, they hand over the keys and then just kind of get out of the way. Uh, not leaving the deck, but kind of heading towards the, the bow side of it, away from you with the, what space they could leave uh, in the hold. 
The three of them all still armed and armored, but none of them dumb enough to reach for their weapons and fight whoever just massacred Bull Butcher. I would imagine that uh, Marshall and I are watching them. Yep. That's, was... Just in case. I'm just kind of sitting there with my axe out, like, go make a move. I dare you. Big Red is always out. <laughs> Big Red never gets put away. <laughs> do, you, do you all speak Taldor? And, uh, was in front of you, uh, closest to you, would kind of nod. There's a fairly elderly-looking man. His hair basically receded all the way back to almost the Friar Thomas just unintentionally doing it itself. Uh, but despite his age, he seems to be uh, fairly fit, in good shape, and honestly rather stacked. Like he goes fishing every day and hauls like nets up. He goes fishing up. every day and hauls nets up, and it's pretty well built. He kind of nods. Uh, I, we do. Good. Um, when did they get here? I don't know. I can right answer that one. It's. It can't have been more than an hour, maybe two hours. But we've been held here. Most of us taken fairly early, and it's. It's been a his. You could tell me it's been a day, and I, I would believe you. Huh. Uh, it's fortunate we arrived when we did. Indeed. Um, That's the blessings of Desna, if anything. Tell me, you, you question our tongue. I don't recognize one of you. Uh, we're from Isker. Isker. <laughs> I guess it's good that you were traveling through Cypress Point, whatever your reasons, then. Yes, it's, uh... It's been a bit of a story on that. Uh, uh, once we uh, settle and protect the town, uh, kick the rest of the slavers out, uh, perhaps we'll sit down and talk about it. Uh, are and, uh, you the leader? And he kind of stands up. <laughs> a leader? No, I'm just a fisherman. You'd be looking for Sandy. Sandy's, uh, well, not here. Hopefully all right. I know they were rounding up a lot of people near the center of town somewhere. They mentioned a smokehouse. That makes sense. Sturdiest building we have. If she's there, hopefully she's all right. If you can free her, she can, she can help us. Are, she's, you, are you familiar with the place? The town? Uh, the the smokehouse, smokehouse, specifically. I have brought catch there, but are not much way, outside. Are there ways in and out? Perhaps a back basement or something? Single door, far as I know. It's a squat stone building, maybe about 20 feet across. Single story, it's... Simple in nature and simple in design. And you put fish in it, you smoke them, you take them out when it's ready. There's a, well, a wide array of salted meats and fish in there for probably weeks or months, however long we need to get through the winter. Well, storm seasons are bad catches. But the building itself only got a single door. Well, it says the phantom's roof for the smoke. Ooh, now we're talking. Oh, that makes sense. It's sealed and covered, but... That's not a problem. You could open it, surely. We'll keep it in mind. Could come in, could come in useful. Do you? I know you were taken early, but did you get a sense of how many there were? <sighs> I'll ask around. Anyone? I just uh, you get a bunch of kind of blank stares, and uh, one person, uh, one woman, younger, kind of leans forward. I, I saw perhaps a dozen of them at least. They they had some numbers and. They brought us past two dozen more on the ship. So let's see, there's the four that we mentioned initially. No, there's the four that are here. 
there's the one that we met when we came in, and there's, I think there was three or four of the spindly types, and then we had... And the, the fisherman stands up, kind of getting his legs, he's just bearing a bit, clearly. He's, he hasn't been kept here too long. Mm-hmm. He seems to be able to stand up pretty okay. I'm just rubbing his wrist a bit where he was held. From what I saw, they lose these boars across the town that went rampant. They killed, hmm. slaughtered, ran down children. But after that, a wave of uh, what looked like mostly sat lot and points to the three that you two are watching over at the bow. Uh, I don't know much of dwarven clans, but ten, a dozen of them, maybe? There's well, no dwarven kingdoms I know closer than, well, Isker, it's the Five Kings Mountains. I mean, there's some around, but I've never seen, well, some traveling in such numbers. I don't know what we've done to provoke their ire. Most of the sailors seem to be, well, humans and half-elves, so... Well, they seem to be hired. Uh, they don't seem to be actually part of the organization, uh, which is uh, all in all best for them. Uh, however, uh, we can go and investigate later. Um, it'll be important to go and make sure that the uh, the captain is taken care of. Uh, we would want him to rally uh, the lost and scattered slavers, or uh, this uh, victory will likely be short-lived. You don't look terribly well off yourselves. I don't know if charging right forth on the battle is what is the, the best idea. I mean... We're not sure, very... we need to save Sandy, but we've taken the ship. What will they, they do? Well, my understanding is they have a couple of pet dragons. I don't suppose you caught sight of them. I, not by eye, no, but I heard something fierce roaring in the distance, and what explains the fires? They could cause a great deal of damage unless we keep them under control, uh, and uh, many more of your kinsmen could die. One of the dwarves in the back will uh, just kind of throw a hand up. Captain Amin ain't like gonna let you just take the ship. He'll be here. As he says. And besides, we'd hate to break our streak and start being intelligent. <sighs> you know, I was rather hoping that perhaps we might be able to talk about that. No, 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 we're going to go about it intelligently. I'm just saying, we do tend to end up in situations where we almost get ourselves killed on a fairly regular basis. You could call it stupidity. Look. I don't know who you are, what brings y'all's way out here from Isker, but I'm, I'm no fighter. I, I can't lend you my hand much. That much is clear. But uh, what I can give you is something to be paused. He first a soldier, a uh, childish knight, and I still have his armor. It might be useful to you, perhaps, or you. Emotions to uh, Marshall and Rasheen. Happy for whatever kind of help we can get. It's made of adamantite. Oh. Have you heard of it? Black metal, near indestructible. I've only y- ever yes. heard of such a thing. I- oh. oh my. It's the only piece of it I've ever seen. If I didn't have it, I wouldn't believe it was real myself. Hmm. But I promise you, the thing's damn near indestructible. Well, that might come in handy for, for one of us. It's magic, too. Chellis oh. didn't spare much expense for nice to please them. It's quite a, uh, it's quite a royal gift he left you. It's just oh, been I- sitting in your closet this entire time. <laughs> it's wrapped and taken care of, but it's not more than an heirloom to me. And with what you've done, it's the least I can do, and really all I got to repay you. Well, oh, oh. Shed's out on a, uh, it's in me shed, out behind me place on the north side of town, not far down the docks from here, maybe a few hundred feet around. You can follow the outskirts and keep you a good distance from the smokehouse. Uh, you can perhaps reach it if, they, if they've taken more of them, maybe they won't see you. Oh, much obliged. I think we'll take whatever we can get. We'll need yeah. all the help we can get oh, coming yes. up. All right, let's get you all out of here. My um, hut's right inside the docks. 
It's got about half a picket fence, a picket fence gate hanging on one hinge. Is that, that could before be our the, the top one. Was that before the pirates came? Hi. <laughs> a fisherman. <laughs> it still functions perfectly fine. It still closes. <laughs> I ain't got much for family. I never had the time nor the care to put it back together. If it was still swinging on one hinge, that was good enough for me. Fair enough. I'm not, certainly not about to go and uh, challenge the decorating uh, preferences of my benefactor. Oh. My name's Corvold. Corvold Nendelin. Corvold, pleasure to meet you. I'm Thank Roisin. You. Thank you all, Roisin. Resume. Resume. And... Hey, Marshall. So, Marshall. Yeah. Is this... He motions to the, the three Scarlet Triad dwarves. Is this Lava Bratla, the group you're here? Oh, you know them. No. Is this... Just because I'm a dwarf doesn't mean I know them. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> all dwarves don't know each other? <laughs> there's not a single dwarf living in Cypress Point, and then a dozen of them show up on a ship to raid and pillage the town, and one after to strike them down. I mean... We tell well, what, we seems tell an odd coincidence if it is one. I, I'm more of a wandering dwarf. I don't stick around in one place too often, if you know what I mean. I think I can count the number of dwarves I met in my life on one finger. <laughs> we were brought here by my goddess. Well, of particular, I happen to notice that insignia that uh, those three down there happen to have on their shoulders, uh, that uh, represents, uh, as my most misunderstood, a scarlet triad. Am I, no am I misunderstanding? The, uh, the nearest of the dwarf just reaches up and kind of claps his hand on the, uh, the symbol on his pauldron. Aye! And if you can take us down, even if somehow Captain Amin and his drakes ain't too much for you, you made powerful enemies here today, lassie. Oh, I You're still cut and run while you can. Yes, 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 yes. So as I was saying, Scarlet Triad. Uh, and uh, it seems that they, we've already made enemies of them. They sent a, they sent a group of uh, rogues to our town to go and cause trouble. And uh, we had to put pay to them too. So indeed, perhaps uh, Goddess of Fate uh, may indeed be involved here. It would be wise to say that perhaps the Scarlet Triad invited us to their doorstep. They well, it seems provoked. they certainly made a mistake there. Actually, come to think of it, we even have an invitation letter. <gasps> You're so right. We were invited to this party, and we demand refreshments. She looks at the dwarves, raises an eyebrow. Well, if you ain't got much oh. we can do here, but if... Well, you lot seem more incapable of handling yourselves. I saw that hulking demons I had up on the deck when they when they brought us on. Do you have a place you can hide well, with these people? Truth be told, here seems good enough. All I right. would if question going back into town without knowing the state of things, but you'd know better than we would. Should we fail, though, the captain will come back for his ship, and if you're down in the hold, he'll take you away again. Aye, that's true. Perhaps we make our way back to our homes, then. Maybe if, wise. At least, they... maybe, take some of your boats, head out onto the sea. That is a good idea. Don't like our chances against a ship such as this. This boat will not be going anywhere for a few days. I made sure of this. Well, if that's true, then maybe that's the smartest. We've got a few fishing barges, and it's still intact. We can gather together, take what families we can out to sea, and those of us a bit stouter and stronger, we take our chances with homes or here in the dock. You've seen the surface above over the last half as long it's been. What do you think? We approach from the west, right? You came in from the, the, uh, the southwest, yeah, so yeah. along the coast. Uh, perhaps if you would like to go east, if all things are cleared, we'll set up signal fire. Let you return. Or I can send, uh, I, I can send Severin to, uh, to get you. I'd be right pleased to keep an eye on you, folk. <laughs> You're going to terrify these people. She's going to talk and bird of all things. <laughs> oh, I don't mean to interrupt, but, uh, quick question. What are we going to do with these three? Can I play with them? 
I say we tie them up. It would be best to take their weapons and uh, tie them up, yes. Indeed. Uh, Put them back in the chains they used. I think it's very poetic. Seems fair. All right, boys. Come here. Give me your, give me your goods. And I don't mean just your toys. I mean your drinks, too. <laughs> each, each of the three of them has got a, uh, a three-headed flail, uh, as well as a small sling of some kind of shortened javelins across the, the back of their waist. Okay. Uh, a set of manacles equally emblazoned with this red ink symbol, the Scarlet Triad, and each of them carries the key to their own set. Uh, beyond that, they've got nothing but the uh, the chainmail and the clothes on their backs. I'm just gonna into take, the bag of holding. I'm just gonna, yeah, I was about to say any open the bag. I'm just gonna shove any of that. Detecting uh, magic would turn up that all of their flails do appear to be enhanced. Nice. And uh, with your quick identification at this point, I would just give you that they're all, they all have uh, lesser potency runes. They're all plus one flails. Flails are martial, right? Flails, I believe. No, are that's martial. martial. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> The queen of puns, gentlemen. <sighs> so, uh, Corvold, Corvold nods. All right, Fel. Fee, Fel organize uh, situation here. See what we can do. Send as many out on the boats as we can and... Ha. Ah. And I suppose... <laughs> we want to continue rewarding terrible puns. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we have different minds on humor. Marshall. From uh, Rex of Liquid, thank you for that one. Put one back in his pocket to go with that sesame roll. Put that on. Putting you back on the board. Appreciate it. So, uh, Corvold and uh, a couple of other families in here. It doesn't seem like there are any children there's they haven't taken anyone under the age of uh like 15 or 16 but there are definitely some younger uh mostly boys that they would have pulled together uh but a couple of more particularly stout looking women too it seems like they really only bothered loading under the ship i mean you know what they're here for yeah, yeah. they only bother people loading on the ship they believed could be some way useful to them so although they're not in great shape physically although they're a little bit roughed up everyone here is pretty healthy and pretty fit so uh as, they, as they're all freed now, they're kind of quick to check together, check each other, and all kind of just a shuffle, stand up, shuffle around, kind of amassing in the relatively small hold with not much more than enough space for everyone to kind of stand in here. And uh, Corvold quickly turns to talking to some of the families, organizing some things, and sorting out who's going to take what family's boats out and how many people we can safely fit on board. Oh, one other thing. Those three dwarves... I'm going to take their triad badges. All mm -hmm. right. Now we're talking. Okay, which so sort they of don't collection? have any, they don't have any specific, like, in, like, detachable insignia. But oh, what, it's not like that a... on a pauldron. Oh, it's actually like, armor, so. okay. taking their pauldrons. You can take the pauldrons, but, uh. And it doesn't have the same impact to, like, dump out a bag oh, of badges versus yeah, dumping it's out, not like, like a collective bag of, junk He doesn't, like, the flip open his it. FBI Scarlet Triad badge, uh, unfortunately. The character art, it kind of looked like he had it on, like, a purity seal type thing. See, on no, it is actually emblazoned <laughs> on the pauldron itself. Okay. See, I was, I was thinking it was something completely different that you were probably going to do, and I was like, oh, Rasheen. So, uh, pulls out the axe. You want me to scalp him? <laughs> I... <laughs> That's that's where I was going with this. <laughs> We're the good. Party. Marshall's such a blood knight. God it's dang. It is. 
So <laughs> it's what we do. We we scalp slavers, you know. <laughs> So not butcher um, prisoners, scalp slavers. <laughs> completely different. Wait, no, because, <laughs> guys, get back on track. Dwarves, Come on, give them yes. mutton chops. Sorry. So, uh, how's everyone looking physically at the moment? I know you were I'm touched a, up I'm, a little bit. I'm perfect right now. Uh, some, some medicine. I'm still a little injured. I'm slightly injured. A little injured. Because a couple of these guys uh, in a almost somewhat similar to Rachel, kind of self-sufficient <clears throat> area. Between these couple of dozen. Uh, even though I don't have much for supplies, you guys have got healer's kits. And there are a few people here who are more than capable of spending the time to attempt to treat you. Oh, that's very kind. Um, that said, you treated Roshin already, Mm -hmm. which means Roshin can't be treated for another hour. Uh, but they can, unless you have that continual recovery, which I just kind of assume you don't. Who treated uh, Resume? Res- oh, nobody treated. Resume treated you. Yeah, yeah. And you can only be treated, you're only going to be treated once an hour. So she's basically banded you up as well as she can. You okay. I was about to say, treated. I think one of you used the healing spell on uh, me. That's why I'm at full now. So. But they can they can definitely put some effort in to try to treat some, any of the rest of you, if or like Trishik, if you have yeah. literally taken any damage. Yes. I, I still have not been healed from the lizard. The lizard. So uh, two of oh, these. I haven't you, been hit since then. If you want but. to stay for 10 minutes here, if you shackle up these uh, dwarven triad members in their own manacles uh, against the wall here, one of them will attempt to treat Trishik. They're going to fail, though. Well, the two on the die. Spend a villain point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Please spill it. <laughs> They're going to do their best, but... uh. Like with what you've got, they can kind of triage the the worst of your wounds. They're but not they've, used to treating. They've lizards. probably never, literally, never seen an Eruxy before. So like they, that's true. Yeah. They have no idea what to do other than like wrap a bandage around it. <laughs> they don't know how to stitch. Kiss scales. it better. There you go. Yeah, like they literally, exactly that. Like even though they are fairly proficient, they can't manage. Stitching up your wounds. They take your temperature. Your, uh, 80 degrees. One, one of them tries to put a sock <laughs> over freezing. your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what they're doing. Uh, and on Resme, there's another two on the day. Well, well the important worked. thing Are is you they sure try. that they were proficient? What matters? They try. They gave them plus 15. <laughs> Or are they trying experts? Uh, uh, they're trying experts because uh, they're all. Uh, oh, I would not. They're look, all experts. I would not look in need of experts. I just see them attempting to put a bandage but, uh, just like over her face. Yeah, they, they they try their best, but but between your physiology and just like the extent of your wounds, they know like basic triage and first aid. You guys are far more injured than the kind of usual stuff that they deal with. They, they don't, deal with fish hooks. Not yeah, they horns. deal with like yeah. fish hooks and kids who fell off a fence and broke their arm. They don't deal with. Like multiple sword wounds, and you were mauled repeatedly by a huge demon. That's that's outside of their area of expertise. <laughs> don't don't, and, don't forget uh, the brain hammer, Gene. They don't. They're like, you have cancer. Able, it's <laughs> weird to be able to really help you much beyond like and patching it up and making you feel. Yeah, Resume just has Roshin, I should say, just has like a line of blood coming out of her ear. <laughs> Um, we'll like, thank them uh, for the effort, and I guess we'll uh, start heading out to go toward his cottage. So you can make your way uh, off the ship here, and you've got to... Actually, while they're trying to treat people, um, can we try to um, check the... We can try to check the captain's cabin to see if there's yeah, anything useful right. in there. Uh, the, Absolutely, because yeah. you two are not being treated. You can totally do that. Yeah, so, uh, I'm just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, you guys make your way up onto the deck to the captain's quarters. And the captain's quarters, the door itself is absolutely locked. 
We <laughs> happen to have a key. It is also wood, though. So it's only if... I mean, we can't just... I'll check it over. Does it look like there's, like, a tripwire or anything? Um, you can make me a perception check. Sure. Uh, that's going to be a uh, 28. Well, 28, no. It just looks like it's a fairly simple keyhole. It's not even particularly extravagant. It doesn't look like anybody with any skill would have a ton of difficulty. You take that side. Something. I'll take this side. Oh, who needs sides? <laughs> well, I was gonna try to kick it open, but yeah, uh, you can try to kick it open, or you can just smash it. And with a with a big, <laughs> with ten minutes of large axe, we had a, a slight miscommunication, perhaps, about the intention of what we were doing. So, Marshall is gonna pull out his axe and just bash his way through these double doors. Uh, they're sturdy enough to hold out the elements, but not sturdy enough to hold up to more than two or three swings from a ninth-level dwarven barbarian. And shattering them, splinters flying all over the inside of the cabin. Uh, you would make your way into the interior with this, which is a single chamber, uh, as wide as the main deck of the ship, with one bed set into it, uh, a pretty wide notch on the starboard wall next to a chest of drawers that's kind of built into the hull of the ship on the side. Mm. On the other side of the room, there's a pretty heavy table uh, with a couple of chairs set around it and several fairly large parchment scrolls laid out on it. As you come in to look through the area, it's pretty well appointed. Uh, it seems that uh, the captain has taken his captain's share to indulge in some of the finer things of life. And about everywhere you look, there's fine uh, small paintings or fine bits of art and sculpture, uh, expensive cutlery, uh, and Is there any decorations and valuables. There would absolutely be some liquor. Uh, well, I know where I'm going. Zero question whatsoever. <laughs> he would have a, a very finely appointed cabinet of quite powerful liquors and whiskeys that he keeps there. Uh, and on the uh, on the table, as he's going directly to the immediately Liquor available cabinet. alcohol. Walks in. I smell booze. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that liquor. Dwarves have dark vision. They also have beer vision. <laughs> Beer vision, yes. Um, Roshin. Save some for the victory party. <laughs> I imagine you would perhaps be more interested in whatever is on this table here. I'm just going to take a bottle of cognac before he literally drinks everything. <laughs> uh, but yes, I'm very interested in what's on that table. Now, a lot of the the largest parchment scroll here appears to actually be the diagrams and designs for the ship itself. The original architectural bl blueprints for the genie's smile. And they have been, in some ways, uh, annotated. annotated. There's some calculations... Uh, some cost figures and analyses around the side. And it looks like whoever was working on this was trying to figure out how to redesign the ship's hold to fit more bodies. <gasps> An Economancer. Trying to... Uh, and it seems like, based on the amount of effort that was really put into this and the hand it was written in, it doesn't look like it was done by uh, an actual shipwright or someone who was particularly trained in this. It just looked like it was done by someone who was just trying to figure it out on their own. Not poorly done, but... I was gonna, I was about to say, are there, like, crayons? Uh, no, like, it's it's all well-written. It's just by someone who clearly does not have the kind of knowledge base to be able to solve this problem easily. It's just kind of like, this um, is how much space we have. I want to maximize body Well, it looks storage. like a lot of effort was put into it. Uh, they, they've put a pretty decent amount of time here. Uh, the plans indicate they intend to build a few sets of long, narrow racks on the underside of the deck making it 
even more cramped to just cram more bodies in there. This just disgusts Roisin when she looks at it. Like, she's just going to kind of just take it and crumple it and toss it and keep looking for something else. uh, But most of the things uh, around the rest of it are just some, like, basic premise of, uh, like, there is literally a book that is fundamentally the fantasy equivalent of shipbuilding for dummies uh, and a couple of other just basic things about the costs of some bits of wood and lumber and supply lists of tools and things. It's all related to this retrofitting. Hmm. I just walk up to uh, Rasheen with like a, a potato in one hand and like a thing of whiskey in the other. I'm like, so, find anything good? Only nothing really to, that would be helpful or uh, just making me angry. Uh, let's check the drawers. Um, check the drawers on the desk. Uh, and looking through, there is a captain's log that details a bit of their journey, giving you some insight as to where they have come from. Perfect. Uh, trimming, uh, skimming through the end of it quickly, it looks like, as uh, a name you had heard previously, they seem to be based out of, an, out of a business called Sunset Imports in the city of Kintargo, the capital of Ravenel. Uh, their ship plans and their manifest imply that this small town here is Cypress Point. Hmm. Uh, fishing hamlet that would be about three days journey overland from the capital. Uh, it appears that they have hit numerous other small coastal towns uh, before this one. This is just the latest in a large series of these attacks. The goal always simply to be collecting as many bodies for the slave trade as possible, bringing them back to Sunset Imports. That seems to be about the extent of Captain Amin's tasks, but it looks like he is paid quite well for it. At the very least, we found uh, we found a route back. Very kind of them to leave us a trail of breadcrumbs. Oh, it's about nothing, I suppose. Maybe we'll get lucky and find some actual bread, because, you know, I'm getting kind of tired of potatoes after a while. But now, they're delicious. True. It says it's right in the description. <laughs> it's right on the side of the cauldron. It says delicious vegetable it's, stew. It's, it's in the spell it's text. It's in the spell text. It's delicious. True. <laughs> you can't argue with I that. I like variety. Just like this liquor cabinet. I mean, I found more wine. It's not elfish, but I, I found more wine. Who knows uh, what it'll do? I would like... it's probably not a wine drinker. It is probably only hard liquor in here. Oh, it's really hard liquor. <laughs> I would like to point out, it's probably only been a few hours since you engorged yourself on five or six servings of the delicious stew. Hey, Marshall's a hungry boy. <laughs> don't make I, fun of him. The fact that I turn into a giant constantly changes my metabolism, so I don't know what a limit wow, is. Wow, that <laughs> sounds reasonable. Head cannon accepted. Done. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> yeah, I'm there now. Giant barbarian is kind of like, Burn metabolism! <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yep. This is uh, why as you're looking always through, eats. you do also find, uh, though he's got uh, a small trunk, that chest of drawers uh, near the bottom of this this side of the hold here, or side of the hole, are mostly pretty plain outfits. Uh, there are two different suits of armor in there. Oh, yes. Hmm. Uh, neither of them appearing to be enchanted, both of them appearing to be very lightly made chainmail. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd be chain shirts mechanically. Okay. Uh, but they are quite long. Uh, if Assuming that Captain Amin is a human, uh, these would cover all the way down to his knees and most of the way down past his elbows as well. It's like a full-bodied, but very... It's like a hauberk, made. basically. Like a hauberk. Uh, exactly a hauberk. Okay. Uh, but it, uh, the rest of his clothes seem fairly standard, fairly mundane, nothing really out of the ordinary, and nothing that tells you much of anything of value, with one solid exception, which is a bright, almost offensively green cloak. 
embroidered with very fine golden trim that's folded up incredibly nicely and kind of placed off, not in a stack with the rest of the things, off by itself. Folded and then rolled, uh, but rolled again very carefully just to kind of keep it intact, keep it protected. Hmm. Hmm. What you got there? I'm not entirely sure. A prized item of clothing, perhaps. Um, just carefully unroll it. Alrighty. So, uh, as you do, why don't you make me a, a check of the perception, good sir? You already know where you're going. He's already wiggling the die. Uh, it's a 25. Second, I forgot to open one tab when I was setting up. I'm doing bad. He didn't expect me to go for the, the cloak. So the that cloak. means so that means minus one villain point, right? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> as you kind of look it over here, up near the nape of the neck on the inside of the hem, uh, this gold trim, this gold embroidery, has what looks almost like a script signature in thread itself that's mm. been done by an exceptionally skilled hand. Saria Madrad. Uh, are you trained in society? Roshin is not. Okay. She is from the backwoods, but she knows someone who is. Although, do I know enough to know to show this to a society any, yeah, person? Yeah, it wouldn't mean anything to you. Okay. That would just be another name of someone you don't recognize. But but it would look very pretty with my eyes. Probably would, actually. <laughs> we already have his mini painted with a very green cloak, though. And he, wear, he literally has the green shawl! I'm sorry, you cannot wear green on green. It doesn't work like that. There'll be no contrast. He could be the gilded in. assassin man. Mm -hmm. It's called camouflage. <laughs> Let you blend you in. You got distracted. You got the, the bright gold trimmed neon green cloak. They're going to be looking for hiding dudes. <laughs> no, it's perfect for fainting. You flash the cloak in front of somebody and then stab them through the you cloak. You're just bullfighting. There you go. Easy. <laughs> Ole. We, we call this lizard fighting. But uh, aside from that, you don't find anything else of particular interest in this chamber. Again, it's quite full of valuables, but none of the objects or things he has individually look like they're worth very much. It's just a wide assortment of things that are worth two, three, five gold pieces. All cobbled together. Probably get a pretty good value at a pawn shop somewhere. Maybe a couple hundred gold if you were to just completely fleece this cabin. But it's also a very nicely well-appointed cabin for the ship you're apparently now the captain of. So. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. But do the clothes fit? I'm the captain now. The, uh... Roshin kind of sits down in the chair for a minute. Full <laughs> expression on her face. Well, I am the captain now. <laughs> Suddenly over in Galt. All captains are tyrants. And somehow... All... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn you, Galt in politics! And someone's drank all of my fine whiskey. <laughs> you can't be mad at me. You know that. <laughs> Should have known when I brought you in here, what would happen. It's the price of the pain of the muscle. But with that, the, you two would, around the time that the townsfolk were finishing bandaging them up, uh, helpfully but not particularly effectively, hmm. the group you would reconvene. I imagine below decks. Okay. <sighs> well, it seems that uh, the captain's cabin is well appointed. Uh, plenty of uh, quite wealthy things. Speaking of wealthy things. Yes. Would you like a hero point? I would love a hero you point. You specifically, Roshin, from uh, Bruning B. Here you go. Thank you, Bruning Put him back on the board. He's love to see it. I like it when he's people He's here to take up the coin. Thank you, Mimic. 
you're holding. Did you right. find anything interesting? Toss a coin to your oracle. Well, plenty of swill appointed, uh, plenty of rich appointments. I suppose slaver's trade pays well. It always has. Um, I did find a log showing exactly where they came from, so we could certainly take the ship directly back once we finish up here. Uh, hit them straight at, their, at the core of their business. Um, furthermore, uh, there was um, a curious um, a curious name on a cloak. Uh, perhaps we'll show it to you once we get this all and done with, and it might give us more insight as to what's going on. Sure. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, if we're all, uh, we're all patched up, you certainly look like you've been patched up. Yes, it was very kind of them. Uh, shall we uh, get on with it then? Very good. I suppose heading off uh, to investigate that armor. Adamantite. I've only heard of it. I've never actually seen a piece myself. Oh, my grandpappy used to work with it. It's very nice. I've seen it from afar in court one time, but never really up closer in person. Oh, it's the most beautiful, lightest metal you'll ever see. We're very excited to see it. So, uh, you have good enough directions from Corvold here. That it would not be terribly difficult for the group of you to make your way off the ship and out down the docks and uh, around the outskirts of town to find this uh, small, uh, small enough little home. I mean, it's a little fishing hamlet. None of the buildings are particularly large. Uh, fenced in around the front and sides uh, with the back kind of just open to the docks and the piers and at least one hinge still holding that gate in place. The other one appearing to have wrenched out on the uh, the inside from the wood entirely. Uh, the pythons that were holding it there, long gone, just kind of uselessly hanging onto the, the, the door, the wood of the gate itself. And uh, making your way in and back into the shed. This is relatively small. It's like outhouse size, not a ton of space. You'd open it up and would not immediately well see any glorious shining adamantine armor in here uh there's some shovels some rakes and hoes a wide assortment of fishing tackle and equipment and several cases stacked in the corner uh the floor set with a small rack with some smaller hand tools a assortment of fairly old rusted knives that look like they haven't been touched in years just you know a fisherman's shed detect magic <laughs> detect magic uh would faintly pick up the sign of something in here. Uh, something down near the floor. I think it's down here. Hmm. Uh, Reed Aura. And uh, trying to narrow it in with Reed Aura. None of these... Uh, Reed Aura, you, you're picking individual items and kind of hitting over them all. Nothing really looks like anything. Maybe a perception check. Is At the, you're fifth level, you can pick a bunch of items. Yeah, but you, it's still items that you see. Yeah. I feel like you're not going to need radar to identify the magical black metal armor when you find it. 32. 34. So, <laughs> well, by your powers combined with this little direction you have, it's absolutely no difficulty uh, for you to reach down and uh, lift out this old wooden rack of the rusted assortment of knives and hand tools entirely. Uh, where underneath it, there is a small compartment just cut into the floor. Uh, the wood paneling uh, cut away, and it's just a hole in the dirt where you can see an object... Fairly large, at least the size of a breastplate. Very securely wrapped in thin, oiled leathers. Oh, Tech Magic and Redire would both pick this up with a pretty decently strong aura of abjuration. Looks I... like we found, we found it here. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's unwrap it. Let's take a look. And as you pull it off, carefully kind of peeling this back, 
you would reveal a full breastplate and set of pauldrons and arm guards. Uh, it's not full plate by any means, not what Buddy wears. Mm -hmm. It's much lighter than that, uh, at least in form. Uh, the breastplate itself appears to be the, the opposite of anything light. It's actually kind of exceptionally heavy, given its size. It's got a... Marshall could just get standing like, Oh, hand it over, let me take a look at it. Yeah. I'll make sure it's authentic. Because remember, I know the forge. Just gonna bite it. <laughs> I just kind of go up to it and go... Whoa, that's some good sofa. Yeah, that's that's legit. It's real. I get the feeling he's making it up. <laughs> it's okay. I've been making everything up this whole time. <laughs> all the spell casting was fake. <laughs> I can't do any of it at all. You just really make people believe you're a wizard. <laughs> we, believe a wizardry. we believe it so hard that stuff actually seems to happen. <laughs> but as you check it over, wrapping on and everything, uh, the metal of the breastplate itself is almost just naturally glossy. Uh, and you don't think it's just the oils and the levers, levers that were keeping it protecting because it doesn't appear to like wipe off or anything. Uh, it's pretty hefty, although the metal is not very thick. Uh, the construction of it almost seems to be even thinner than a traditional breastplate. But this thing, even just in your hands as you move it, like seems impregnable. <laughs> It's, oh. it's got just its inertia just in your hands. The gravity of the breastplate itself. It's beautiful. It's quite a work. Yes. There's no sort of insignias or crests or anything upon it. Uh, other than the make of its metal, it's just a finely crafted, almost oddly plain, jet black, glossy breastplate. What, is it, what can you make of it? Um, I'll take a look at it. Yeah, go ahead and give me uh, knowledge here. Uh, it's going to be a 32. So the 32, and a minute or so of looking over this thing, you, you may not necessarily know anything about adamantium, uh, but the breastplate itself is definitely pretty powerfully enchanted, uh, with not just a potency rune, but resiliency as well, both mm. not even separately visible in the breastplate, just their enchantment permeating through the metal of the armor itself. So... I'm a trained crafter also. Yeah, I mean, it, uh... It does not seem like he is lying. Uh, and back in the hole is not the only thing in there. As you lift out this armor, there is another something else wrapped up as well. Please let this not be his dead dog. Well, it looks Why like would your mind go to a dead dog? People are very sentimental about their pets. It looks like it is a uh, moderately sized... Uh, so, a tool or weapon of some kind. As again, the head of whatever it is is wrapped in these oiled leathers. But there is a almost overly plain and flattened wooden leather wrapped haft sticking out from it. It's an R. Take a look at that well. And uh, picking that out as well, you would see it's a single bladed battle axe. Not nearly as large as Marshall's like dwarven weapon here, just a, a more standard mm -hmm. one-handed uh, battle axe that seems to be made of the same glossy black metal. Hmm. Oh. It's an adamantine axe. But this one does not appear to be magical. I mean, there's nothing magical about it, but it's made of the same material, for sure. It's certainly a treasure. Um, I've... 
Roshin's from the sticks. She's been fighting civil wars. Is there any chance she knows anything about adamantite whatsoever? Hey, what's your crafting proficiency? Uh, probably not. <laughs> just for the record. You can just YOLO it, I guess. No, no, I won't make you make up lies. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm a, I'm a forge dwarf, uh, yeah. so I would naturally know about yeah, this me, stuff. Yeah, you, you're trained in crafting, right? If I mean, I am trained. It's yeah. it's low, but I'm trained give in me it. A, give me a crafting check, because adamantine is it's pretty rare. Uh, would a 25 suffice? 25 of the Forge Dwarf? Absolutely. You'd be familiar with it. Uh, this, this adamantine itself is of functionally unknown origin. Uh, stories supposedly would go among your Dwarven clans that it's not, uh, it's not metal of the earth. And as a matter of fact, a lot of Dwarves actually don't like it. They're not. They don't like adamantine as much as it seems like it would fit with the fantasy. Because it's not natural. It's not. It's it's unnatural. Yeah. It's not like a natural. It doesn't have. There's like veins of adamantine running through the the world that you can find. Mm -hmm. It's not a naturally occurring metal. Its origins are largely unknown. But what you do know about it is basically what what he said. It's it's borderline indestructible. Hmm. Tools, weapons, and armor made of adamantium are heavy. They always have this glossy black appearance, and I mean, they are just <coughs> exceptionally hardy. I mean, Marshall has a theory on where the metal comes from, but we don't want to make any conspiracy theories in Pathfinder already. So, um. so, yeah, so you would know, you would know that functionally, any armor made of made of the standard adamantine is going to have at minimum fourteen hardness. Oh, so yeah. it's and it's going to have. Way more health than yes. normal armor was. Plus, that hard to break. plus the breastplate alone is enchanted, and the breastplate is also pretty heavily enchanted. So, so, so that thing is just beautiful. You also know is pretty freaking valuable, and oh, like yeah. a, a single forged worked ingot of functional adamantine would be worth thousands of gold pieces. Now, the amount of adamantine, like, it's not like this thing is made of pure adamantine. It's no, no, like no. adamantine plated. The amount of this is much less than there would be in a full ink. But it's still it, worth but a pretty penny. Still, it's going to be pretty valuable, yeah. And and the hand axe, even if it's not enchanted, I'm pretty sure the, bl the blade it's, that's crafted out of this metal is pretty valuable as Wait, well. We... That axe is probably worth a decent but, sum of money. But he However, didn't tell us we could take the axe. Well, I'm sure he, we, he he would allow us to use it if we needed to. Well, we have to give it back, though. Well, we should start Tell you what, we found it. We just use it for our mission. By the time we rendezvous with him again, we just ask him, hey, we borrowed it, but can we keep it? If not, we'll give it back to him. It is too valuable to just leave in the hole. Of, of course. As long as we're going to give it back to him, I'm fine. With yeah. yeah. Wrapped in these oiled leather leathers, it looks like they've been fairly well protected, but the, uh, the handle of the battle axe clearly shows signs of its disuse. It looks like it's been in this hole for quite some time, and the hole is just dirt in the bottom of his shed. It's not, like, rotted out, but it's pretty worn and Do not the, in fantastic condition. As I look over the axe, could I tell if it's, uh... It can take another couple battles or two, or... Oh, no, well, absolutely. It's not, like, it's okay. just not very well maintained. The blade is in perfect condition. And it's a one-handed axe or two-handed axe? It's a standard battle axe, so it is a one-handed axe. It is much smaller than your dwarven battle axe. Well, Marshall, why don't you try to slip into this armor? I think the shoulder is a bit too broad for me. I was just about to say, I'll tell you what. I'll take the breastplate for now. You take the hand axe, and if the handle breaks, I'll fix it. <laughs> well, I don't know if it'll be a substitute for Tharn, but uh, it'll be good to have a backup just in case. You never know. In worst case, can you use hand axes, or...? Not, yeah, they are not martial, they are martial weapons. I could use ah. hand axes. Oh, and actually, ha! 
Roshin is not going to say that. Roshin's going to say, uh, actually, I'm not terribly, I'm not terribly familiar with axe work. Uh, I've been uh, strictly a blade person, I'm afraid. Ah, well, you never know. Might come in handy later. Well, I'll hang on to it in the meantime then. What kind of I'm mean? I'm not proficient with axes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can, you can take it, but uh, I will take it. I mean, it is yeah, on my person. You, uh, you have it. If you are untrained, then yeah, you are gonna be slinging at. <laughs> Just your strength modifier. Yep. But, uh... <laughs> I mean... Plus four. Let's get them. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm gonna chop them. It's better for I mean, us to have it than an enemy to potentially find it. That's true. Because so, I was about to say the only other thing would be you have the breastplate and I use the axe, but the axe I have is probably better, so... Well, the, 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 our, our, both of our weapons are undoubtedly better because there's magic on them, but... Yes. Yeah, like, I've got, if, I'm fine with, like, if the... If the items work better on you, you can have them all. <laughs> let's not, let's yeah, not do so, the no. The so just for your like your forge warping thing, you would you would be aware. I don't know how much Marshall knows of magic, if anything. You would know that uh, the adamantium weapons is going to make them again very durable. They're yeah. not necessarily gonna. They're not. They're not like any sharper. If anything, it's almost the opposite. It's actually yeah. incredibly hard to make a proper sharpened edge on an adamantium weapon. But once you get it, it keeps that edge forever. Yes. Uh, but it's it's not gonna kill just, people any gooder than a regular steel axe. Yeah, just stick and beat people. <laughs> you don't need an edge. <laughs> how how to not get any value out of adamantine whatsoever? <laughs> adamantine whooping post. <laughs> Why? I'm there? gonna break this anyway. over your back, and that's gonna take a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in that case, um, I just I t- take off my uh, my fur cloak and then my. Uh, my scale mail, and then I put on a new breastplate, and do I feel anything as I put this on, like, magic-wise? Uh, you are actually going to feel the enchantment that is over this breastplate. It's very minor. Uh, but though you're, you're unharmed right now, you've been healed up. Yeah. Even um, the last little bits of, like, aches and pains from where you've been stricken are going to almost dole out further. Uh, your head's going to kind of clear. You're almost even going to feel it, regardless of its weight. It's going to make you... Just as, a little bit sturdier. As I put the fur coat back on over and like, oh, I feel like I can breathe. Ready it's, for a good tussle. It suits you. Goes off well with the beard. Thank you. So what did you have before? You just had plus one scale mail? Uh, I believe so. Let me double check. Give me one sec here. Trushik, perhaps we should discuss how we're going to deal with these dragons. It would be nice to deal with them from afar because if the dragons get close, we become rooftop. Yes. I think we should try to draw them away. Oh, I did not write it. I can shoot them with arrow, perhaps poison one? I can try to shoot one down. Uh, They don't like cold. I mean, they're dragons. Once we initiate combat with dragons, we should be ready to fight Captain as well. He will not sit by and let dragons go fight. That's why I think we should do it from a bit far away. So they come after us, and he's forced to follow on foot. It would not be a bad idea. We have to get line of sight. I cannot shoot the bone to air and hope. Well, you could. It's just not going to be very effective. I think it's wise speak. Wise of it. Um, Marshall and I are ready for a fight, but uh, without uh, my magic, uh, I won't be able to keep our staying power in there very long. If we can perhaps trim a dragon out of the sky here or there, pull them off, take them down separately. It could definitely be worthwhile, and uh, you and Resme would be ideally set up for that. We could take away advantage of dragons entirely. 
It is worth noting that this this is again a small little hammer. It's only a couple hundred feet across, and like you haven't seen any signs of any dragons while you've been here. We know that they exist. Yeah. Allegedly, we've never Alleged. actually seen them. Yeah. <laughs> Alleged uh, dragons. Supposedly, dragons set fire. They're to just the town. two puppets that he has. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's a it's plus one resilient scale mail. Oh, it's plus one resilient scale mail. Okay, yes. so you already have plus one resilient. What is your dexterity out of curiosity? My dex is. is oh, a, I could just look down. Her, her, her. It's a plus two. It's a plus two. All right. Yeah. So putting on this uh, breastplate, uh, I didn't realize you already had a resilient rune in your in your existing armor. Uh, this I, is going, I, I forgot to write it down on paper, yeah, but luckily I had change absolutely nothing about your stats. It's going to be uh, exactly oh. the same as yours. I just look cooler. Plus and resilience You out. would have a harder time yeah. being Sunders. Yeah, your yes, armor I... is more indestructible, but uh, you already if, have those runes. If you're not okay. using that resilient rune, I'll take it next downtime in life. <laughs> Can I get some of that resilience, please? That resilience. Oh, off my old armor? Yeah. yeah. But, oh, uh, by all means, take it. <laughs> perhaps if we use ambush tactics, pick off little men one by one, and then we bait Captain back to boat. He will not burn his own boat. It's unlikely, and uh, I think it'd probably be wise, and it'd be safest as well. And he might think he has the demon there for backup. <laughs> That's a good point. He does not know that the boat has been ambushed. Indeed, if we can get him back this way, he might go in with some false confidence, thinking that he has help on the way, when really the only thing he has waiting for is us. Seems appropriate. For now, we need to not at Captain if we see him. Do not throw a furball at Captain. I wasn't planning on it. I don't set everything on fire. We need Sometimes to kill I freeze things. as many of his men as we can before we engage him. Noted. What about decapitation? Of Captain, no. Of everyone else, feel free. Okay. Seems fair. Go nuts, little buddy. <laughs> so. We so very specifically want to kill as many of the slavers as we can before we lead him back. All right, so let's play hide-and-go-seek. If you would like, I could start to lead people into ambush. If I'm running across a rooftop, they will follow me. If you both would like, I could make you invisible. That way, we're leading them off and you appear and they don't expect you. That could be useful, uh, but if we're going to be... Um attacking from a different front, then I could see that being useful. But uh, otherwise, um, if we're just using it to stay hidden, we might as well just stay in Dars. Yes, would be better if I uh, put Marshall on one side of the street and put Roshi on another. All right, you just, you tell me if you get into trouble. I know your magic is somewhat depleted and I don't want to leave you hanging. Oh, don't worry. If we get into a fight, you'll hear about it. It's fair. And I'll, I will pull you onto rooftop as well. Okay. I like, I like going onto rooftops. I wouldn't be surprised if there were more bars, so rooftops is probably safer. So essentially what we're going to do is we're going to go a couple streets over in the middle of town. Right. Set her up on a roof, set them up in a couple of houses, and I'm going to lead the guys, some guys over so, if uh, I can. So you're going to start moving into town by yourself? Yeah. Well, no, we're, we're all going to... Both gonna, of you. Oh. We're all going to go sort of halfway to where the people are. And then okay. I'm going to go. I, again, it's really not a large city. It's yeah, like, we're going to go like two or three you, houses. You move like, yeah, two, three houses in towards the area. Yeah. And, uh, and we're going to set up an ambush there. This is the first time you've really moved in from like the outskirts of the, the hamlet itself more towards the center. Uh, and as you get closer to the middle, even just a couple of houses in, you, you would be able to see 
what's probably the smokehouse. It looks like the only stone building in the town, pretty much exactly as it was described. Maybe 30, 40 feet across, a little bigger than a fisherman would have guessed it. Uh, standing up about this, a little higher than most of the other buildings around it, but with a completely flat roof. Uh, the buildings closer to the center of the area appear to, uh, the center of the village appear to have taken a lot more damage. Uh, from completely collapsed roofs to windows that have just been smashed out for absolutely no reason uh, to where you can see that axes and uh, heavy weapons have been taken to some of the walls and the doors seemingly just because. This is where uh, we should sit up. If we get any closer, they will likely see all of us. I going to turn on sea invisibility. I don't like that I expect to see dragons and there are no dragons and I'm getting a little paranoid about it. If there's invisible dragons, I think we may have lost this fight, but we'll have to see. <laughs> if there's invisible dragons, you know what? Just take the town. I don't know if we are anyway. <laughs> it's like, super fair. But I'll defer to your expertise, both of you. So, uh, you two are sneaking, mm-hmm. I assume. What mm-hmm. are you two doing? Are you all sneaking? Well, I, I would imagine the two of you are just taking cover in a house. Yeah, I think we're just sitting in a house. We're just taking cover. You're also sneaking. Like, like, so. Well, I mean, I'm in a house. I'm just not doing anything. Yeah, like they're completely they're out of sight until I give the signal. Right. Yeah. And you're, but you're, you're focused Fo- on... Functionally sneaking. Just don't yeah. put us in the china shop. So, so everybody, <laughs> everybody is avoiding notice. Yes. Because you're all trying not to uh, draw any Because I have that bowl in that china shop. No question. Okay, so... The two of you then, which would be Trishik and Resme, what, how are you? I'm going to pull her up onto the roof over Roshin and leave her there. Okay. So then you're going by yourself. Yes. I will send Severin along above him so that I can keep an eye on what's going on. She can give the signal when I'm leading people back. Right. So uh, there is absolutely no chance that you're going to be able to jump between any rooftops without immediately being seen, even from yeah, like this distance. Yeah, that's the point. Okay, so you climb up on the roof, and they immediately see you. On the very first roof right there? There's a, this town is like 500 feet across. That's fine. Like, <laughs> it's like, if you and her climb up on the roof, they will immediately see you. That's like, fine. you are aware of that. If there are people in the middle, that's, you will be visible. That's the goal. They see us up here. They're coming. Okay. So, uh... Just, just making sure. I, I, I just, I wasn't like, sure exactly is, how far away. This is away a really we're. not a not a big hamlet. It's that that's not fine with hamlet. me. So uh, this this is a much faster version of the goal of what I was trying to do of going and fetching people and bringing them here. So, so as you get up there, uh, I'll put Drusheen and Marshall will be kind of just like hiding under the awning in the corner of this house here. Go ahead and set up this uh, something like like this about. The two of you, her kind of back behind the uh, the low crest of this home, and you on the other side, uh, getting their attention. Marshall and Rosine are down below, and the sort of destroyed ruins of this house. As you climb up there, uh, a couple buildings, uh, like it would be another like two buildings to the smokehouse away. Uh, you would be able to see even from here the actual captain, a man wearing a hauberk, much like the couple of other ones that you had found back in his cabin. With one hand on what at first almost looks like just a massively oversized cane, but it's just a gigantic wooden club that is kind of resting on on the edge of the smokehouse roof. He's up on top of that, looking down over somebody down the street below you can't get a clear view of. 
And as he sees you climb up there in the distance, he looks up and notices you don't have to cover anything. Mm-hmm. Has no idea what to make of you. I'm gonna wave at him. And then turns back down to the street and uh, calls out from the from the distance. Hey, Helga. We'll check over there. Someone's on that roof. And uh, pointing out and calling down to you. His, his voice would carry across the roof so you two could hear it, but you two hiding in the building wouldn't really get any good pick of it. So now that he's said that and he's sending people our way, can I hop off the roof and go behind the building to get ready? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'll uh, leave you up behind the edge right. of the roof. I'm, I'm, I'm solid. Behind the whole building? No, just like somewhere where they're not going to see me as soon as they come around the corner. Okay. Like, I don't care uh, if I have to go inside. I can put you over here. You can go behind this other building. Sure. Take cover over there. And before too long, you would see coming around the corner of the house to the south, on this other side, a pair of dwarves with another one of these boars behind them. And uh, as they make the round of the street, they're similarly geared and armored to the ones you've had, uh, you've seen before, each of them with a pretty big flail, a uh, three-headed spiked flail in one hand, and uh, in the front, a woman with a javelin in the other. The one behind her just has his other hand free. As they're coming, and the pig is a-sniffing, uh, you two, hiding in the building, make me stealth tricks. <laughs> well, I guess realistically you don't need to do that because like no. we're, we're gonna ambush this. <laughs> we're gonna ambush this, and uh, as you're as you're launching this here, as they're coming no, forward, that, that, yeah, your stealth check is solidly going to be your initiative. That is the point of how this works now. Okay. So I mean, still not terrible, but yeah, I mean, a 19 on the die, even with a low modifier, is not bad. As you're as you're hiding and going to launch, you don't have to roll stealth for initiative, but as all of you are oh. sneaking as a action here, yeah. any of you can. I'm going my, to roll for the, possibly probably the first time, possibly ever, you do not have the scouting bonus because no one's doing that. Everyone's hiding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But I want my surprise attack. Oh, you rolled a 19. That was yeah. your stealth. I'll yes. take that. Or, Unless you're not perception. trying to hide. Yeah, just use your perception. I'm not really using... I'm not trying to hide. I'm just, like, sitting there. Yeah, so just use your perception. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, you're running while they were coming, but, I mean, you try to jump on them as soon as they get here. <laughs> That's an ambush. All right, so... Good job, you. Wow. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> it learned from sitting in jail all week. All these numbers, Good high boy. numbers, are making me nervous. Let's do it. So I'm a, on the roof, Van Roshi. Pig squealy sounds. Hi, right, Trishy. You seem very excited about your initiative. Yeah, so that's a 39. As am I. That's a natural 20 on we'll initiative. Take those. All right, how about you, Marshall? Uh, if my math is correct, 32, which is not bad. Solid. Uh, resume? 28. And Roshin. I am also a 28. Who wants to go first? Uh, I will let Resume go first. That's wise. Okay, it's 20 at the top of that. Then we got two lads. Lad in front, lad behind. Lad in front's kind of looking with a javelin, looking up towards the roofs, trying to spot where exactly you were. So uh, she is way down here. And the second one is just down here. And then Pig went to market. It's going to. Pig is also, like, pig's, pig can smell you. He's, he's a little faster on the uptake. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that, there's that's an ambush. That's an ambush. That's an ambush. All right, Chishik. All right. And uh, before you go here, 
before you get in too big into this, let me dig into key dust. Because <laughs> Justinian 9 has a hero point for you, good sir. Can't have you being the only one sitting there without any hero points. Well, I think. Take one of them. <clears throat> Do an arrow All right. Thing. Do the thing. Both of these buildings are like 10, 15 feet tall. Uh, they are probably about 12 feet tall, yes. And here are two dwarves. And a pigums. And, uh... There is two pigs. I'm just, I didn't grab the other one. I was, I was like, I have two pig tokens set aside here. Two pigs. Uh-huh. I'm just have both pigs be here. Right, right. Pigs are not We have already asserted dominance on the pigs. Like, yeah, we can all roll them together. <laughs> all right. Well, opener, there's pigs. There are pigs. I'm getting on the roof. All righty. So, uh, as you climb <clears throat> up here. So, one action to climb up, one action to mantle on top. A mantle. I screwed that up before. It does is take it? You with two. a climb yeah, speed. That's what mantling is. You have to still pull your... You're not like walking. You're climbing. You're not walking like vertically. Or I'm walking. Like the wall. You are using your feet, but you are still up against the wall climbing, and you still have to get yourself up on top. I thought with the climb speed you could do that. Well, then I, I wouldn't go up then. Your quick mantle does, in fact, exist for a reason. Okay. I'm going to have uh, to take quick mantle then. You're not going up? No. Not if it's going to take two actions. Okay. Because I do have to. Well, I guess I'd already have my bow in my hands, wouldn't I? Yeah, you guys are ready for ambush. Okay, then yeah, yeah, we all going ahead up okay. then. Because I was going to tell you about that. Yeah, we deleted the freaking line of sight barrier again. You threw a wrench in my plans, but I already had my bow out. Foiling my plans? Up on the roof. Foiling my plans. So, I am playing with these pigs. Now. And I'll, uh, I'll go on ahead and yell out, now they're exactly where we want them. And launch a shot down. Is my mark for death there? Uh, he never took it off. Yeah, it would not be the leader. It would be the one behind. It would absolutely. This would be that dwarf. That He's going to dwarf. eat an arrow. This guy mm. right there is definitely marked. Functionally, doesn't super matter for this, but I like it. He's definitely flat-footed. All right, so thirty-two. Thirty-two is just not going to crit, but that's gonna catch him pretty hard. He's flat-footed, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's like. Ah. Mm. Still. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> 12. 22. And he's bleeding for D6. And that is my turn. Uh, 22, you said? Yes. That was a very good roll. Yep, solid shot. So is that lands? The end of your turn there. Ghost of Azan. Giving you another hero point, so you can go up to two there. Yeah. for making the enemy fight on your terms. Something we see, I feel, far too rarely in our tabletop campaigns. We don't just kick in the door and fight the stuff on the other side. Look at this ambush. Are they aware it's of went first. Uh, Roshin and Marshall? <laughs> uh, so did you roll stealth for initiative? No. Then yes. Okay. You so are springing the ambush. Yeah. The way that it works, a- stealth makes it so that they're completely unaware that I'm here. But I see that they recognize you're here, and I'm like, we go now. When combat starts, if you don't roll stealth for initiative, you are no longer hiding. Like, that's what rolling perception is, is that you're, you're going. Okay. Uh, and if you roll stealth for initiative, they rolled perception, so there's your roll-off right there. Uh, but you do have to spend an action to then remain hidden, especially if you're going to do anything. Right, but if they beat me in the initiative order... Then they saw you because their perception me, they perception. It's actually, okay. it's, it's a really nice mm-hmm. solution to that. I, I made the correct nice. decision then to roll with perception because yeah. my stealth is a big fat zero, so... Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, so, but yes, you would be, like, this would be your spin on the ambush, you're emerging, you're where they're there. Okay. okay. It's, it's, it's my turn, turn, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So... I'm still inside mm. the building. 
Yeah, you ran inside the building, but you can just like... I noted it. I put a flag up and I still forgot it. We'll just roll it now. Do your stupid. You've literally, he's forgotten battle. I've forgotten like battle every, every single encounter, put except for the, the very camera. first put one. In front of the camera. He wrote this. I made a note. I made myself a note. This giant thing. It says battle cry. He has it in front of him, and he still forgot. I still forgot. Who it. are you fearing? I'll give it to you. This is the pity fear. If you lived, it, if you lived with him, you wouldn't be shocked. Since we're bursting out, um, I'll just target the first one that I see, All which right, is so right the close. Female dwarf. Yeah. Uh, that's, okay, uh, 38. Yeah, she's pretty spooky. I would say that's a, we'll file that under afraid. As she sees all of these people bursting from this coordinated ambush. Okay, Marshall, for serious this time. <laughs> yes, okay, so, well, ten, so as I'm bursting out, I'm, I'm outside as combat's initiated, right, or am I still in the house? You are in here, but you can move out of the house. You can just okay. move out of well, it. Well, I was about to say, it might. Is the house too small for me to grow? No, it's not that small. You'd kind of be like hunched over. But, uh, you could just like Kool-Aid man through what's left of the wall here. <laughs> I mean, I have that ability, so yes. Well, yeah, you want to you wanna rage and get real big? You know it. Because you can fit in the corner. Oh, yeah. Like, you're going to be kind of down because it's not, it's like 12 feet as the roof. It's like a normal ceiling. So like, you can fit, not super comfortably, but you can. Okay, seems fair. So... Cue uh, Popeye's music. <laughs> and then it's going to use up all three of my actions, obviously, but I'm just going to rage, grow big, and then literally just burst through the roll. You can actually at, reach a guy. Right you can definitely you just slap through the, oh, like, the side here. You can just slap you just, that nearest dwarf. You know what? Better yet, for flavor text, I'm just, you just hear a large growl. And then you just see an axe pummel through the house and there you go. towards this guy. <laughs> just the drywall explodes outward as this giant axe blade. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, does a 34. 34 also just does not crit. We got the one off critical hits club here today. Getting there. Same in my band. That definitely hits. <laughs> Thirty. Okay. Is that 22 into a 52. So I'm putting that on there. And as this axe crashes through Resme on the roof, you uh, you hear this fight starting, but uh, you're kind of back over the, the crest of it. You can't see anybody from here. Here's uh, Marshall. Resme will uh, come up to the rim of the roof so she can see the one up front. Okay. Yeah, you'll be able to see everyone from the edge of the roof because they're in the street next to you. Um, and uh, she will take uh, a steel pellet and uh, using magical force, she will cast it down at the one up front, right at his little dwarfy eye. Wow. Magical rock flinger. Let's go. And he is flat-footed to me. He is also frightened, too. That's that was safe. pretty impressive Ow. right there. Oh, that's very nice. Um, that is going to be a 33. 33, this little pellet is absolutely going to critically hit. Somebody close the deal. There you go. Well, this one, no one's hit this lady yet, but... <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm the first Ash. Oh, the first right. critical oh, somebody hit. got it in there. We've had two one-offs. Because <laughs> why not? It's a lot of sixes in that box. Wow, yeah. Uh, it's going to be 46, 47, 48, 49, 50. 50 points of damage. This thing punching right through 
the helmet of this dwarven woman, sending her reeling, doing as much damage as these two together. <laughs> <laughs> now Roshin. All right. Um, so Roshin uh, is going to raise her shield and brace, uh, break out through the the hole in the wall, probably fairly unnoticed, honestly, what with Marshall's <laughs> gigantic axe. Um, but she's going to raise her shield and move up to engage the front dwarf here. All right. And take a swing. Uh, that's a 30. Uh, 30 lit. So it's uh, 12 and 4, 16. And uh, that dwarf is now bleeding D6. So they're both bleeding D6 now. I'm pretty sure they're bleeding blood. No, their blood is just D6. Just dice start coming out of yeah, their body. They just bleed natural ones. <laughs> wow. So much D6. All right, so as you come out and you uh, lay yourselves with this ambush on these dwarves, uh, the boars have seem to have much faster reactions than their actual handlers. And this first one here, it's not on a leash or anything, has a spiked collar around its neck, but it's just being, just falling into the street, is going to rush a little bit of the distance forward, squealing towards Roshin. Squealing is the operative word here. I'm gonna need everybody to make me a will save. You get to play the screaming pig game again, everyone's favorite game. You want a frightened card, Nick? Cause I, it looks like you I don't want card. one, but I'm gonna take one. I assume a 22 is fine. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure it's not, though. I'm pretty sure I'm fine. I mean, if we can just assume things, can I assume that too? I get a 21. Uh, I thought that their say the, the DC was actually really you're frightened low. Frightened one, twenty-one. You're frightened one. Thirty-two. You're fine. Twenty-eight. And you, you're fine. Damn tinnitus. <laughs> so back to the screaming pig emporium. <laughs> As he rushes forward, squealing, lowering his head, charging in, flipping up those spiked tusks with these. This one having just errant bits of jagged metal that look like they've been hammered directly into the tusk that Poor are just thing. coming out at odd angles. He's gonna sweep up at you with your flap. Oh, you're frightened, so minus one. Mm -hmm. For a 32. Uh, 32 is a normal hit. Imagine a slip under your guard. He is going to hit you for 17 points of piercing damage. And I'm gonna slam that shield down to try to force it snout into the ground. Alrighty. This other pig is gonna see what's going on here. And is going to be much more interested in the giant crashing axe head. And I'm sorry, you said 14 or 17? It was a 17. 17, okay. Giant crashing axe head coming through the corner of the wall here and is going to rush up to the side of this to throw himself at Marshall. Uh, this pig also letting out a raucous squeal. Which only matters for you two if you like roll hilariously poorly. Yeah, because it only matters if you critically 27? Fell. You're good. Like I said, I'm used to these pigs. Oh. And uh, resume, you can't you, you can actually see this pig anymore, so you're oh, fine. Okay. You don't have line of effect. And then it's going to swing a Marshall for also a 32. 32? Yes. That, 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 that's a normal hit. Alrighty, and you are going to take 18 points of piercing damage from this thing's tusks. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Five real damage. Yeah. So the dwarf in the back is the first to react. And stumbling, seeing all of you kind of explode out in this ambush here, uh, staggers a bit as he takes these two hits and takes this massive axe blade. This is that. These are the ones I told you about at the front of town. And he is going to step forward up towards Marshall and just lash out with his flail, just flipping it vaguely your direction. 
and he is going to swing for a 21. Miss. He has been very whacked recently. He, I just looked down and I'm like, ha! Really? You think you could hit me with that little dainty thing? And then he is going to kind of just blindly step forward again be between the two of you, turning between Roshin and Marshall with his flail, looking not where he's going, but back over his shoulder as he uh, calls out, Captain, this is them! The other dwarf, I'm getting a hit here, is just going to hiss out, Focus on the fight! What are you doing? And step up around Rasheen here, taking advantage of her ally's really stupid decisions. <laughs> Frightened as she is, she is now flanking you. Yep. Um, and she is going to come in. She's frightened too, so yep. it's going to be a 32 to hit. 32 will normally hit me. And this flail, as she spins it and just kind of crashes as you're focusing on blocking these blocking these uh, boars here. These three couple-inch long spiked heads, mm -hmm. almost like a cat of nine tails, just made of solid metal uh, for 15 points of bludgeoning damage as she batters you. Okay. And then she'll pull it back around and just whip it down again. Oh, actually. Will, will she whip it good? Uh, it's going to be two more damage than whatever I said, so just take off two more. Okay. Uh, as you are kind of getting finding yourself surrounded here, the, the way she swings this flail around, just the nature of, you know, the flail as a weapon, it's much more difficult to properly protect yourself, and she seems to be able to do a bit more damage given this positioning and your split attention. Uh, swinging again, still frightened too. So it's only going to be a 20 to on that one. Uh, 20, yeah, that one's just going to clatter off her guard. So looking down the street as y'all burst out here, you can all see in the distance now who has uh, come over to look. I'll try to bring this exactly back to where it was uh, in a moment. Uh, but the smokehouse... <laughs> oh, I have an idea. I know. I know. The hey. Buford, the Buford shines through the darkness. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's, on, it's on dynamic. Uh, you would see, ignore Buford, you would see... Buddy's over there, y'all shouldn't be doing <laughs> this. This stone building here, and up on the roof again is their captain. An eye patch over his right eye. He's picked up this club and has it hefted over his shoulder. And you can see he's got a longbow slung on his back. Uh, but he's just looking down, watching this. Kind of a smirk on his face. Not really moving to assist or do anything as of yet. I believe it was right there. Uh, that's mm -hmm. pretty good, yeah. Mm -hmm. Trishik. It's very bold of you to expose your big. I'll uh, hop down, run up behind her, and uh, rake a claw across her back. Alrighty. That should be drop, stride, Drop, stride, attack. and attack, yep. You good, you good. Just making sure I don't mess up the roof stuff. Not you solid. Stupid roof. Nice. So... We have a flight 33, train. and she's frightened one. She's frightened one, yep. She's still frightened one, and with you around her there, a 33 is absolutely going to be enough to critically hit. All right. Very nice. Six, seven, eight, 19, 11, 13. What circumstance? No, my claw hits much harder than that because I have dex to damage. So that should be 6, 10, 11, Numbers. 15, 17, 34. And I forget what unarmed attacks critical specialization is. 
Because it, it comes but, uh, up so very yeah. few, and you, she's you, enfeebled one. Yeah, if you don't at the moment know it, yeah, then we're not doing it. She's, uh, she's enfeebled one from debilitation. And thirty-four, you said. Solid, yes. solid yes. hit there. And take the enfeebled one to go with the frightened one, and Marshall. Well, uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, piggy, piggy, and I just kind of—you just see the fire light up in my eyes. And intimidate on the piggy. Uh, that is a I can math. I swear, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah, that's a spook piggy. And then uh, spook him right back. He squeals at you. You're not afraid. You squeal at him. He's afraid. Mm. He better be. I uh, I kind of psych myself up, and then I go in for the swing. Um, that piggy is probably going to be dead. Uh, 33. That's definitely going to critically hit the piggy. Nice. <laughs> it is, in fact, the crits. just a the pig. The crits are so good. <laughs> Pork chopped. Pork chopped. <laughs> I got this second dinner. <laughs> one one min, one max. Uh, agony in the ecstasy. Uh, so 13 plus. Very definition of average. <laughs> Very much. So 13 plus 16 is 29, 29. times 2 is 58. 58. Yes. So 58 50. as you slam and stumble this pig into the dirt here. And what'd you roll on the dice at minimax? Yeah, like because a 1 and a 12. Look, look, look at this. There's an adjacent target to the pig. <gasps> I get to do it again. So yeah, it would be yeah. a, a 13. Would, a 13, correct. 13 actual damage to... X specialization! <laughs> Holy crap! I, I, I got it to do it once, but not twice? What are the odds? It's happening. It's happening. When you find a bunch of pigs and dudes with flails, it works out pretty well. So that's you, right? It was a... Uh, all right. Yep, uh, that, that was all three. Yep. And you two roll me your d6s of bleeding damage real quick. Uh, yeah, I rolled a one. I'm thinking about it. They both are still bleeding. Two. And also, okay. apparently, my unarmed attack is fortitude save or slowed one till my next turn. It's your class DC, I imagine? Yes. Uh, 26. She passes. Okay. Rogues don't have great really? class DCs. It's probably only trained. The caster bumps up. Resume. Um, Resume uh, will again uh, yell out, In Petru! And uh, throw um, another uh, magically propelled pellet um, at the one between uh, Marshall and Roisin. Alrighty. These magic bullets are awesome. Bullet the dumb guy who's getting flanked. That's <laughs> gonna be a twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, let him. This is just the chain of flanking right here. Yeah, that's what I said. It's the flank express. <laughs> enemy ally, enemy ally, enemy. So delicious. There's an episode of Get Smart like this. That's uh, gonna be twenty-three points of damage. Okie dokie. And uh, then uh, Resme will throw up a shield. She'll throw up a shield. I've completely lost track of who has more damage at this point. I have your shield Yo, you mama. right here. Whoever the uh, the woman has more damage on her. Okay. Uh, pretty significantly. Just through the necessity uh, of hits. taking Yeah, crits. she's taking two critical hits. She has significantly more damage. The guy who just stumbled in to flank me, daddy, is doing surprisingly well. Roshin. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roshin's going to... Uh, oh, I wish I had spin to win. But no. Whirlwind strike! <laughs> this would be the time if there ever was one. Dynasty Warriors and Pathfinder. Um... 
Uh, Roshin's going to reset her shield guard and keep it up uh, to keep her guard up. Um, and uh, while take advantage of where Chushik is, uh, whip the sword around for a cross cut to try to knock her down. Okay. So that's it's uh, not great. Still frightened one. Still frightened one. Um, but I am also frightened one because of that stupid pig. Oink. I'm going to session reroll. <laughs> Why do you think I'm trying to kill the pigs first? I almost bit your hand. Can I interest you in the oink? It's a good natural <laughs> response. Hey, that's significantly better. Uh, that is a 34. Holy crap, yeah, 34 critically hits. This, uh, She's only taken critically hits. She has only been critically hit, yeah. She's like, dude, these guys do so much damage! <laughs> you know how in every group there's a punching bag? That's the one right there. So that's uh, 28 slashing. I've um, <laughs> D12 bleed. Uh, and now her bleed goes up to a D12. 28 slashing will put her down, but that's opacity. She fades into the afterlife. <laughs> She's fading all right. That blood is Wrong pouring. Wrong wheel. This is the wheel I wanted. That's the wheel we go with. Bam. So, yeah, that'll take her down. I'm not feeling so frightened anymore, but I'm going to hold on to this card in case Just in case. Four. Huh? You raised your shield and swung once? Still got an action. Oh, I, yeah, I do still have an action. I was going to step away from it, but I, I guess I don't have to Man, now. You are not flanked anymore. Huh. Well, I got another guy right next to me. Yeah. So. Also flanked. Web. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's only a six on the die. It's not going to do anything. That's a 17. Yeah, uh, that, that follow-up swing's not going to land. So, uh, the pig's here. The pig's here? <laughs> yeah, it probably smells about the same as it did when you first walked in there. There you, there you go. Uh, the pigs here are... Not super intelligent. They're just going to keep doing what they do. And uh, pig one next to Roshin's going to let forth another one of these squeals. Uh, Give uh, me the will saves, friends. I have two frightened cards that are looking for a home. I'm yes. just going to hold on to mine. I got another nat 20 on it. I hate these pigs. <laughs> and I rolled a 35 this time. 27? You're good. Uh, I, I've learned from the pigs. <laughs> I've eaten enough of them. You didn't do I got so. a 20. You got three. Oh, you're trying to win again. Yeah, I, I'm just, just holding just on to the card. Keep your card. Uh, you, before you, this, your your real fear is pigs. Pig swings once at Roshin, just jutting up with its tusks for a 34. Jesus, Ooh. these things. All right. Um, again, she's gonna slam that shield down to try to take most of the hit for. Alrighty, that's gonna catch you for only 15 points of piercing damage this time. And it's going to swing once, it's going to swing again. It's not super great It's sticking in there and keeping it going. Yeah, that's uh, that's a 14. Uh, it's a 14. I, it just, it's a, it's it's a, swinging in that direction. Yeah, it's a pig. It's, it's it charges there. with tusks. It's not so great it's standing and swinging around. If it wasn't for these jagged like bits of blade and metal sticking out of the tusk, it would have really no chance to catch you at all. The other pig is also going to squeal. Because I got a 20, do I have to roll again? Yes, you do. Oh, it's actually not a. Oh, there, okay. It's not a temporary immunity thing. Uh, twenty-seven. You good? Thirty-seven. Twenty-nine. You good? Also twenty-nine. You're good. Uh, before he lashes out once at Marshall, his pigs are on freaking fire for a thirty-five. Not yet, but they could be. Uh, that is a crit then. <laughs> oh, and this pig is a. Uh, this pig's gonna catch you. He may have had a difficult time initially, but you are now. That, that is exact crit. You like are a gigantic pig goring target. This is like exactly yeah. what pigs are great at. I mean, have to aim I'm, and just brutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you are going to take thirty-four points of piercing damage. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Second swing for a twenty-two. So that, it hits you so hard its tusks get stuck. So that's a total of fifty-six no, damage. Twenty-two was the second attack roll. Oh, I'm just adding it up, so. No, no, oh. no. You, you, you don't. It was to hit. The 22's to hit. Oh, the 22's to hit? Yeah. Yeah. 
for the second. I think. Oh, the it's 22? Just the first no, 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 no. Thing, just yeah. the 38 or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So 34. 34. 34. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, and with a 22 to, to attack. Yeah, no, th- the second uh, 20, one, yeah, 22 does not hit. That's not going to catch okay. at all. I'm just doing math on here because math so the is hard. Dwarf, realizing he's dumb, is going to step up around behind Roshin. Uh, using his free hand kind of to hold a bit of his wounds, and as he stumbles around, swings the flail in sideways at you. A wide swipe for a 23. Uh, 23, uh, Roshin's just going to follow him and watershed that uh, that hit. And... Not much else he's got going for him, so he's just going to swing it down again, bring it up and slap it. Definitely uh, worse on the, much worse on the second roll. Back in the distance, still... You see this captain, I turned dynamic off. You see this captain back here. <laughs> Where'd Buddy go? Kind of up. His smirk is sort of fading <laughs> as he sees uh, Helga to get taken down so quickly. You hear his voice just kind of roll down the streets. I don't know who you are or what you're coming for. You're making a big mistake. But still does not reach for his bow or... Oh, we're making a big mistake. Or I, I had no idea we were making a big mistake. Perhaps we should pack it in. You're sick. And uh, the dwarf is going to bleed for some amount of damage as you go here because you still got him with a D6. Four. Four? Not bleeding anymore. All right. Well, I'm going to step up behind him. Conga line. I do believe you have made a grave mistake. I'm going to intimidate him. Not have a type of opportunity. I hate everything. How do you think I feel? All right, so <laughs> does, it second edition. does a dancing. 32 intimidate him? Yeah, 32 will intimidate him. He's frightened one. I'm going to bring that claw up into his back, jabbing with backstab because he's my target, my mm. claw up into his lower back. He's got your bow in one hand, and you're just yep. slapping it with the other hand. <laughs> the, the bow's just off to the side. The claw's having you fun. You look like an archer! <laughs> what is happening? Oh, God! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no! Yeah, uh, so, so we're bringing all the crits to the yard. This, is, this fight is the crit party. I think this is the highest number of critical hits that have happened in any So, time. So for a highlight, right, you're just so. going to spam crits all over the screen. <laughs> Uh, fortitude save. All right, all right, all right. Or else he's slowed. Gonna be twenty-six. Passes again. Twenty-six yeah, they're, they're, beats they're me best. by one. They're pretty beefy dudes. So damage with an extra d6 for backstabber, which cannot be multiplied on a crit. So I will roll that separately. Okay. Six and six is twelve. Eighteen. Thirty-six. 37. So that is 37 damage. Yeah. No, that's my claw. I don't have wounds. Oh, you don't have wounding on your hands. Yeah. That's fair. And that is all three actions. Yeah, Marshall. I was about to say, wouldn't that be cool, though? I'll be getting it eventually. You get hand wraps of mighty strikes and just put wounding rings on them and just rip people. (laughs) Just rip and tear. (laughs) (laughs) Well. I'm gonna. Well, if, if it worked once, I'm gonna do it again. I'm uh, I'm uh, looking at the pig, looking back up at the captain. Like, you're gonna have to send me more snacks. I'm getting hungry. Intimidate. Uh, the pig might pass this one. It's a, it's a 19. Yeah, the pig is yeah. no longer. I'm just landing that such a solid. That pig crit him. You can't say yeah, no the, bully pig. The, the <laughs> <laughs> um, 
suck I'm feeling confident at the moment. I'll uh, suck myself up one more time just because that, that pig did do a decent number on me. And then uh, I'm uh, swinging in for the kill, hopefully, on this pig. 28. Yeah. Let's hopefully that dice was very. I don't know if I want to kill this pig. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was wobbling a little. Um, I'm good at math, I swear. 25 damage. Uh, 25. Math, 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 math. Uh, with that follow-up strike there, uh, you hit it hard enough to cleave a pretty big wound in its side. And a lesser animal would certainly be stricken dead by the blow, but not a pig. It's pig, still uh, standing. Not the noble pig. Not the noblest no. pig. The hunting you hog, as we call it. You can see bits of its cloven ribs just held by what's left of its, uh, its mostly still intact body. It's going to stumble a bit in the dirt, but just grit and keep pushing on, ferociously refusing death. It gets up and starts speaking in an English accent. Just wounded. Resume. <laughs> Resume will look down. We just oh. rotated the flanking conga line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those look like they're about ready to heat up. Excellent. Fireball. Electris. And uh, she'll microwave. cast out for electric arc <laughs> on both of the pigs. Cast microwave on you the ham. The other pig is around the corner. Um, it's You can see it's going to have cover, so you're going to have plus one three flicks there. That's fine. It'll hit, it, it gets both of them, so. It's still great. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's very, very, very injured, so it's definitely going to have to critically succeed or bad stuff happen. So, do you critically succeed? Yes. Nicely <laughs> done. Sure does. So, uh, <laughs> 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 you can see my dice turn. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> 20. I knew it was going to happen. But, uh, yeah, your electric arc bounces from the pig in the middle of the street up, arcing, glancing off of Marshall's axe drawing that one more in the metal of its tusks of pig stubbornly refusing death pig in the middle of the street uh gonna be getting a watch where you're shooting missy <laughs> 28 the reflex uh that will uh just pass yeah, well the animal's pretty quick it was a really good call though no it was a great because that was great, great. that was great roll yeah. that it would have been fine you live over here now, <laughs> uh, He'll take 17 points of electric damage. Okie dokie. Finally putting a singe on secondary pig. You got one action left? Uh, I will shield up again. I didn't even take it off you because I assumed it was coming back. Yes. Rushin. All right. Uh, again, she's going to reset her guard, keep that shield up. Uh, and she's going to step right next to Marshall here. Uh, and she's going to try to see if she can't knock this pig down while it's still a little unstable. I'm pretty sure this pig is immortal. Don't, don't, don't jinx me. <laughs> don't you put that evil on me. I just rolled a, I just rolled a, a not good. That's uh, a 22. Is it? No, it's not feared. It's not feared. If you frightened it, that would hit, but you didn't. So a 22 is actually going to miss. Crud. All right. Just barely yeah. whiffing grazing across this thing's hide the pig that would not die the pig of destiny the pig who lived one I, action left i gotta swing again the pig who lived uh, Come to uh 21 holy crap the pig's doing it so it's, Damn it. the pig oh. is the real boss this hold down we couldn't pull it down i'm gonna shut the pig on fire <laughs> Oink. Oink. <laughs> 
<laughs> Give me a will save, boys. The, damn it. With an absolutely vicious oh, screech of just refusing to die, this pig is going to squeal out a terrifying rip. It's not terrifying, it's tinnitus. <laughs> it's tinnitus. There, my favorite diamond right. under there. What do you got? You got a natural 20. Uh, what do you got? I got a 19 altogether, so I'm frightened. You are frightened. I'll just one. Get him. Finally. Yeah, he finally came with it. So we As you his. break your mic. Frightened one. Uh, Rasheen, would you like your frightened mic back? You still uh, not a frightened. You I don't it. want it. Uh, 26? 26 is good, actually. You're All fine. Right. 30. Then you're fine. I'm not going to waste a a hero point or anything uh, on but that. But as it managed, like, as the tide is somehow turning in the Marshall versus Pig bout, uh, you are now the one who is feared. So that's a minus one to your armor class. And this pig is going to, again, just hopping up, almost throwing its entire body up into you in stubborn refusal with a 20 to hit. <laughs> Bonk. Even though I'm scared, I just oink. Bonk. I'm like, will you stop it? And once more with feeling... How about a 17? <laughs> stop! Stop it, you little piggy! Yeah, the pig's not dead, but it's clearly running out of gas. The uh, It's like huffing, like... <laughs> dwarf who's left here is he's kind of been left out of uh, flank town now. Seeing he's been given a miracle opportunity by the pig that refused death. Uh, is going to continue the assault as your shield's not out of the way. Uh, just swinging around again, just battering you, raining blows with this flail. For a 26. Uh, 26, uh, Roshin's ready for it. She just catches it and knocks it aside. Flanking? Still? Did you, but you didn't put your shield up. I most certainly did. Did you? Yeah, I reset yeah. my guard, mm -hmm. and then yeah. I stepped, yeah. and I stepped swung. And swung twice. Oh, I didn't have that fourth action. Uh, okay, I'll give it to you. I'm, I'm sorry. Give, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Because the shield's Swing been going up first. Oh, there, the dice are bad. Yeah. Swing it again for a nat 20 on the second wing. Oh, Swing. well, gee, I guess that'll for, hit. Uh, for a 33. <laughs> I mean, I guess it'll Get hit. Get out of here. Dice ain't having that crack of crap. <laughs> dice ain't having that crack of crap. Uh, that's going to be 42 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, wow. so... Uh... I guess that's gonna break my shield because I need the hit points. So that's gonna that's gonna actually the shield's gonna crease around her gauntlet as that cranks in. Um, it was how much again? Forty what? Forty two. Forty two. So that goes down to thirty. Solid slap, and then he is also going to step down closer with the pig to join forces by their powers combined. Yep. Manus pigus, dwarfus. <laughs> In the distance, seeing this kind of de descend here into this street brawl, uh, you would see the captain pull his stick back up after, over his shoulder and walk away towards the southern side of the building, disappearing from view. We all see this, right? You all see this, yeah. He's, he's a clear sight on the roof. As he's walking away, I'm like, oh, are you chicken now? Block, block, block. True chic. Doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> oh, it must be perfect. All the models must be exactly where the icons are. Perhaps you forgot. You put yourself in a bad place. I'm just going to walk up behind this man. He needs a reminder. There's no plan this guy was going to. He wasn't getting flanked somewhere. He doesn't just left combat and disengage completely. That would have been the smart option. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But he's, you know, finally finding some success. He's been inspired by Pegasus. If he can do it, I can and do it. The looming death behind him is going to intimidate him again. For 
A 21. I was not going to do it. You, you know, this pig is an inspiration to Scarlet Triad members everywhere. <laughs> I can see it. Before the pig the... is the real member. These guys are his minions. Before the claw comes down, aiming for his neck. For a 28. Way to hit him. He's pretty hurt. He's also got some... Still does the regular bleed on him. So you have another... If this doesn't do it, you have another D6 that he bled for. 18. 18 does not do it. I will tell you full disclosure, you need a three on this bleed. Let's put him down. Hey, there six. it is. So with your assault and the <laughs> wounds have already been opened up on this man, as he uh, just stubbornly refuses to disengage in view of his captain, he too will fall, leaving just the true battle, the pigs. <laughs> true battle. <laughs> the captain looked away and abandoned his man. His man died for his sins. Marshall. Uh. This piggy, he's very stubborn, but so am I. Intimidate. 32. Uh, 32 will spook him. Oink. Um, oh no. Oink. And then slamming down the axe on the pig that seems to live. I'm gonna go ahead and spend it. I'm tired of this pig. <laughs> Get this freaking pig out of here! Get this pig out of here! That's not that too was much better. better, but I think that still hits actually because that's a 25. 25? Or I'm sorry, 26. 26 will definitely also still hit him. So as your uh, axe collides, cleaving another massive rend to this creature's hide, knocking it down into the dirt, it refuses. It gets back up because it has its reaction, had its back, reaction so it back. ferocity again. Yeah. It's now wounded too. I hate you. I was about to say, I didn't even roll my damage. Look, it has one, it has one hit point. Yeah, it has one hit point, but it has a reaction instead oh. of die, don't. So. <laughs> oh, so. so I, You can hit it again. Hit it again. If yeah, I was about to say, I'm just going to do that. You yeah. actually have the best situation possible for ferocity where a big damage number comes in and gets completely nullified <laughs> by a reaction. Mm -hmm. <sighs> he is wounded too. Now oh, he's dead. Dead. <laughs> I, This is exactly what happens. I'm like. Oh, you know what, Piggy? I'll give you some credit, but I'm better. He <laughs> <laughs> turned it red. <laughs> and you split this pig. One strike, two strike, the third one finally near cleaving this thing in half, leaving a, well, sizable ham hock for later. There's no way it's standing up from that one. I just look at the rest of the party. We're having rapes tonight. <laughs> one action left to leave? Oh, you did, you, did I know. you did a psych. I didn't do the psych. Right. I, oh, you I did, so I did two attacks time. and... Uh, oh, intimidate, right. Intimidate, yep. I, uh, I, didn't ha I didn't take a hit last turn. So. Resme. Resme will uh, look at the last standing pig and just say, go down already! And throw uh, another bullet at this the pig thing. Is pretty much untouched. Yeah, like, I don't this, think it was this hit. This pig has only been hit by. Uh, Doesn't matter. She wants all the pigs to go yeah, away. You've, you've zapped it with electric arc. Exalt's taken. Uh, that's going to be a twenty-four. Twenty-four hit it. If only that pig was five feet closer. <laughs> almost. Almost got another two in one fight. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be it's 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Okie dokie. And she will keep her shield up. Roshin. All right. Uh, Roshin is going to kind of uh, cough a bit and drop the the bent and broken shield. Um, and then she's going to... Uh, she's not in a great spot right now. Um, 
So she's going to uh, pull back. Okay. She's going to get back behind Marshall. And... Um, to cover in this building with him? Yeah, that'll work. Well, I'm not going to actually use my... I'm, I'm going to step away, and then in, for, for my two actions, I'm going to go ahead and cast Bless. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I actually have a cool name for that. Mm. Did you sneeze? Yeah, it's Koshrik. That's what oh, it is. Oh, this, this fell off. Um, yes. Uh, Koshrik and this uh, glow will kind of swell out uh, sort of in, in, in a five-foot area around her. Uh, and currently, it's only Marshall, but you'll get a plus one status bonus to your swings when you're there. This looks pretty cool. I'll use this thing. Hey, Arkenforge, what kind of cool spell effects you got for Bless? That looks pretty neat. I'd like that. Thank you. Do, do the thing. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. Look at that. Let's make it less pretty. Yeah, there, go. <laughs> there you go. Less pretty. Less blinding. There less blindy. Alrighty, so Pigu. The last Pigu. Pigu sees Lizard. Pigu is not receiving any orders anymore. Pigu throw face at Lizard. Well, reactionary or uh, reflexive, whatever the dodge is called. Nimble dodge. Nimble, Nimble dodge. dodge. That, that it's works. a reaction. That one thing you do. And as he switches to you as you strike down his uh, his handler, you know you're getting an ear-splitting oink of rage. As he squeals mm. to start his attack. Uh, my card back. 23. 23 is good. 21? Mm. 21 fails. Here you uh -huh. go. You can take this Frightened back. one again. Hey, you were not frightened one for the time that took them I to know. take their turns. I know. But still. 26. You're good. 19. You're also frightened one. I still do make you. And then, yeah, your, your nimble dodge as he swings up at you for a 27. He misses because of the dodge. Hey! You with the frightened minus one? You're not frightened, actually. I'm not. He is. So you'll be able but to dodge. But yes, even with the frightened, my base you, is 27. Uh, you manage to dodge that one, and he swings forth once more. He rolled a D roll 20. Yeah, yes. baby. This, yes. Who needs villain points? No, we have pigs. I'm telling you, the pigs are the boss. These, this, I cannot believe how many crits this fight has had. Like on both sides, <laughs> it's been it's, bloody. It is and inconceivable how many. I've honestly are there. lost count. Uh, you are going to take 36 points of piercing damage as you dodge the first one to put yourself in position for a real solid swing. 20 or 36. 36 on the second. What do you want to bet Arcadus knows how many crits have been rolled this fight? Like, he's actually keeping track on the Well, he can just paper. sit there and keep track. He doesn't have to strategize. <laughs> and then... He just does what he wants. Down here, coming around the side, the bottom of the building, not running at you, just walking, one hand on his belt, the other hand holding this stick. Now a pretty grim and aggravated expression on his face. The captain's making his way your direction. Yes. He's in no... He's in no hurry. I, like there's something uh, uh, about uh, like uh, my brain where if I'm looking at that screen and trying to move it, my brain does not map that movement to this mouse, and we just go, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you're like a little bit to the right, and then it moves sideways. You're like, God damn it! <laughs> I would love a button to send the camera to its last position <laughs> before I touched it. I'm possibly the only person who would get used out of that. <laughs> but seeing as like Ark and Forge's purpose is this table screen thing, I feel like that might actually have a lot more use than. It was roll 20 or something. Hmm. Anyway, Trishik. Do I need to go here or diagonal to flank the pig? You cannot flank the pig. Oh, you uh, can, Marshall actually. is. Marshall, Marshall has reached. I think um, I, I'm it, big. 
I think it's just there, right? Just step, yeah. I give you stepping out, but uh, this—it's it, a move regardless because like this is this guy's body's difficult terrain. But the difference. Oh, that's uh, difficult terrain. Yeah, a body in the square is that square is difficult. Okay, I was curious because I was gonna use a skirmish strike if I could, but yeah, you can't yeah. step off of that. But you you get flanking just right there from Marshall's giant reach. Okay. You could stride and then flank, then skirmish strike. Yeah. So well, the point was to get in flank and attack three times. Mm. It's gonna be strike a step and strike, yeah. Well, I will uh, just step up beside the pig. Let me return the favor to this wild beast. Hey! All right, look so at you. Thirty-seven. Favor returned. Let's yeah. put another one on the board. <laughs> 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 I don't know how many freaking crits we're at right now. Whoa! But... Two sixes, two fives. Yeah. So <laughs> twenty-two. 28, so that's 56. 56. I don't get backstab. Wow, that's actually immediately, like, you hit him so hard that that is going to make him forced to, to grit to try to remain in the fight. And now I will put down the wild hog. I do not put down the wild <laughs> Very close. Marshall! It's hard to cut through the bridge. Pig cleaving expert. Yeah, piggy, piggy. <laughs> He's probably going to pass that one too, which is a 22. Nope. So, yeah. yeah. He, anyway, do you he's, have, you he's have, a feared. Yeah, he's, he's a feared. A, you can reach him where you are. He's yeah, just a just... wild animal. Like he's oh, whatever. intimidating glare. You just look at him. He's like, uh oh. <laughs> uh, I did bad. You did bad. Piggy, do bad. Hey. That's certainly going to be it. Oh, man. Uh, so that's a 35. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a crit, sir? Put it on the board. <laughs> 212. Oh, that was not in the tray. He, had one, he has one health. Two trays. He has one health, man. Yeah, but we want to see the numbers. We want to see numbers. Well, numbers. I'd like to see the numbers, please. I enjoy it when not large numbers are rolled in my presence. Okay, so that's 14 and 16. That's 30 times 2. That's 60. Hey. He is just, mega dead. I'm literally decapitating this thing. Yeah, that, that pig, yeah, absolutely. The swing like that, absolutely. So, uh, Resme, on the roof, you'd be able to see down I the still street. See, huh? I still see the uh, captain coming, right? Yeah, you still have two ac uh, one action left, actually. Yeah. With my last action, I take the head of the pig and I toss it towards the captain. You just <laughs> throw it down the street and it just tumbles across the road near him. So uh, you can you can see him coming. He's, he's making his way over. Uh, he does not look like he's any in any particular hurry. He's just walking towards the party. Would you like me to come down? Yes, it's time to go. Follow plan. Okay. Um, I will uh, jump down uh, off the roof. Okay. Do you have catfall? I have featherfall. Oh, okay. So, uh, Resme's cloak will kind of flail out and she'll just sort of float down, looking very graceful as she lands gently on her feet. How many actions does Featherfall in second edition? Uh, Featherfall is, I think it's two? No, it's a reaction. That's what I was thinking, because it, it was a, an immediate. Yeah, it is a reaction. You're so, right. yeah, you can hop down and cast that as you do. So, uh, one action, you'll just hop down to the ground. You'll see this man approaching. That does leave you two actions. Now can I please do bad things to him? Or are we leaving? Bad things then leave. 
Let's go this way. We... <laughs> the world is shifting for no reason. Boom. Because now I can fit them both on the map. Hey, did you have a token for Ah, look at him with the red base. And the big stick. Most importantly, the big stick. Um, she'll uh, look at him and her eyes will glow, but glow almost like with a dark, deep light, and she'll growl out, now let me haunt your nightmares. Phantasmal killer. What's the range on that? Wow. Uh, 120 feet, I think. Okay. It should be a pretty long one. I was about to say. So you uh, you cast on this man. Your boy is going to make a will save, I'm pretty sure. He I is. Take these cards out of here. There's no more of these guys. I'm oh, free. This is, this is I'm free. I'm, I'm going to hold on to it just in case. Damn it. I swear, if there's more pigs after this. Okay, he is gonna use a villain. Oh! oh. <laughs> now hard, uh -oh. hard one, hard one. Only gonna be a 26. Uh, 26 hey. is going to fail. Uh, he is now frightened too. He's not instantly dead though. But he's still is frightened to you and take some damage. So yeah, oh, yeah. take some damage. Uh, he can go ahead and take 34 points of uh, damage. So you see him kind of stagger a bit as he's walking, stopping, stumbling in place uh, as this haunts him, as he sees this vision of whatever it is you've put in his mind, uh, Roshin. Okay. Um, so uh, she's going to focus uh, on uh, her blessing um, and uh, say... Uh, Milani, give us your aid. Uh, and it's going to swell out uh, another uh, five feet. Yep. Blessing um, it. Bless is so cool in second edition. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I do like it. Um, and uh, she's going to ready a stride because she's not sure which direction Trushik's going to run in. So she's just going to ready a stride. So as he takes this and kind of Stumbles a bit, and Trishik's getting ready to uh, the bolt here. I'm gonna shoot him before I leave. Yeah, he he, he staggers a little, and just hand free hand on his head, stick still on his back, just calls out Char Ash, and you hear roars from the distance, from the outskirts of town, from two different directions. And the flapping of mighty wings. As it turns out, he uh, he does have dragons. Mm -hmm. Well, here we go. So, before we dive into this, before we die, before we die, you'll be fine. It, is it toilet time? It is toilet time. Yes. Before Prepare we go any further here, no, you have to hold it. Let's take our <laughs> midstream break real quick, like. Yes. And when we come back. We'll roll initiative for a, uh, a new encounter here. And our new friend, the captain of the Scarlet Triad Slaver Pirates. I'm going to put that battle cry card somewhere that you're going to see it. I'm going to put all my D20s behind it. <laughs> so you, can't, you have to reach I past to it reach to get past your initiative. Yeah. Wow, Stad Shage, that is one of the best images, like mental images I've ever had. It's just giant, it's a giant pig. Pigs. <laughs> it's just... That thinks it's a dragon. I'm not going to tell it, no. Dude, just, don't, don't you ruin no. its dreams. You would see a pair of these 
creatures. Yeah, look pretty dragony. Fairly sizable, mottled red scales and stretched wings, fire flicking in their open maws as they roar. Oh, lovely. And we come back in a couple of minutes, everybody. Well, maybe we all die. Maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine, and uh, I mean, we get a good, good start. We get a free fright and two phantasmal killers pretty solid. Don't go too far. Don't worry. We historically have a spectacular track record with boss fights. Don't. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> As we left off, we were here. Where, uh, we were being confronted by the captain of the Scarlet Triad pirate slavers making his way on the road, and though he has been slowed by Resme's phantasmal killer spell here, which he did not take terribly well, he called out to his dragons, which apparently it does sound like he actually has. So we're going to need some, uh, some perception for initiative here on everybody. Battle cry. Battle cry. I think he's too far away, actually. 30 is it, feet. Is it 30 feet? I, yeah. Is it 30 oh. feet? Yeah. Oh, well. So, what matters is that you remembered. I remembered. I did. Can I use deception to look as if I'm immediately bolting? No. This isn't like a... He knows you're... Like, whatever you're doing, this okay. fight is happening. Like, he's coming after you regardless. <clears throat> So, Trishik, what do we got? 31. Marshall? 33. Resume? Somewhat less than that. 21. <laughs> These days, that's like, that's the over here. Yeah. Uh, Rasheen? I get a 30, and I was so proud of it, too. Solid. We got 28. Still. On our boss here. Let me roll a couple of dragons real quick. Those are not important. You know, no. just... No, that's fine. They can, they can stay on the outskirts. If they roll low enough, they might. So, Dragon Uno. This keeps happening. Has a 24. And Dragon Dose only has a 21, which ties you. We need to get the Nugget of Destiny again. Oof. But the good news... This is what a failed ambush looks like. Is that most of you... Did... If I put that over here, it's on the screen. Most of you did beat the Nugget of Destiny, at the very least. Mm. Um, and... Marshall, as you hear the wings flapping and the roaring in the distance. I mean, I could probably see them. I'm tall enough. So. Um, you You're are also in, in a building. building. You definitely can't see them. Yeah, yeah. you never oh, left. never left the building. You have oh, not yeah, moved yeah, yeah, yeah. since combat So started. what does Blast do? Because you've got this on everyone but your chic at the moment. Yeah, so Blessing is, uh, is a plus one status bonus to attack rolls, and I can spend an action to make the radius increase by five feet every turn. Okay. Okay. Last for a minute, right? Last for a minute, and I'd like. Last for until he doesn't focus on it sustained. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. It's not sustained it, at all. Oh, it's not. You okay. spend an action I just to make spend it bigger. An action and it oh, I thought you spend straight. an action to get it bigger. And if you didn't, it just went away. Fair enough. It's not. So, that's uh, Marshall. A spiritual weapon. So okay. This guy's so. about probably 60 feet away from you. 60, 70 feet. The boss. Uh, yes, and he is now. And the dragons you can hear off to the right and left, to the east and west, but uh, you don't see them yet. All right. Um, what I'm thinking is I'm going to just bum rush. 
I'm going to bum rush the boss as a distraction is what I'm going to do. And you guys do what you need to do to either prepare or get away. So I'm going to spend two move actions to get 50 feet cl closer to him. All right. Two move actions as you thunder down the street here. Um, is going to get you uh, just not up to him. That's fine, because uh, I don't need to get to him first to hit him, but I am going to look at him and look him dead in the eye. You, you're the one hurting all these people, taking all these slaves. I'm going to end you myself, even if I have to take you down with me. So he, is, he is already frightened too, so you like you oh, he's not conceivably frightened. do anything okay. with an intimidate check. I mean, you can say that, but like you don't need to roll it. Okay, and he can't be more than frightened too from that. <laughs> so as he goes I'm pounding yeah. down the road, unless you want to do you like you have to, if you want to do something else with that third action. Uh, with that third action, I'm just. I guess all I can really do is just since I can't be reach mad. him yet, I could just <laughs> just look really scary to him. Trishik. and angry. Speaking over to Roshin and Resme. Change of plans. We fight here. Take cover. Spread out. And I'm going to... Is this open right here? No, this is a solid building. I, that, guys, there's that weird line there, so I couldn't tell. Yeah, it's just like, that's because... That's because the map they gave me was incredibly tiny, so I just mirrored it. <laughs> Seems fair. Mm. So that's like the gap from where the edge of the map is. <laughs> How would I get in this building, then? Um, There would be a... Uh, it's only going to have one entrance, and it's going to be on the opposite side of the building from you. Uh, so, but, so you could, like, no windows or anything, climb right? through a window, but uh, the windows will be broken out, but it's going to take you an action to climb through the window. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so you'd have one to get over and one to climb over the window to get into the building. Mm -hmm. You can decide where the window is. Uh, let's put it right in the middle here for simplicity's sake. Okay, dope. So that'll, I guess, put me right there. Yeah, so you would, uh, put two actions down, you'd be inside this little cover here. And let me, I'm going to move this a little bit. How much is that lizard in oh, the man. window? This is not on the screen right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we have one action left. I'll go on ahead and fire a obligatory shot from the bow that I have not dropped yet at this man. Karen, the whole time. So that's a 23. Yeah, 23 is Marshall's thunder down the street. It's just going to kind of hit, strike, and... Uh, He'll, like, flinch a little bit to it, but it's not going to puncture his armor. It is a short bow. Yeah. With Rasheen. Okay. So this uh, house that I'm in here, the, the wall is knocked out, right? That's yeah, this corner here is knocked out. You can come you can come and go from, like, the three squares on either side near the corner. So, like, where you're at is as far back as you can be and still easily walk in. Okay, so if I wanted to go get, get Resme to cover, I can't just, like, push her through a wall. No, not easily. It sounds like these drakes I'll are coming fine. from the edge of town. Like, so it's they're, unlikely they'll get here now. Yeah, they're not. They're like, unless they, you know, teleporting demon in. <laughs> Don't it may take me. them a bit to actually get here. All right. So we took care of one, at least. So. Okay. So Roshin is going to break cover and sprint across the street and dive into the cover of the next uh, smashed out building. Why is it going to just drags off over this? So behind it? Uh, well, I, it looks like it's kind of been It's got like an in. overhang. It, it's pretty caved. You could probably get in this side. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to get cover so 
case they start like strafing the streets with fire okay. <laughs> out of cover. Fair. Um, and can I get one more square in? Uh, yeah, probably if that's yeah. what you measured. I would like to do, yeah. Uh, and you're inside the building, you can go now. Like, if there's a solid wall between you and the boss. So, like, you can see through the windows, Marshall passing by, but you can't see the boss anymore. All right, that's fine. And I'll focus on expanding the blessing one more time. Does this have an upper mm -hmm. limit of how big it can get? Um, it, it has a one minute duration. Continue. <laughs> so, it the, will the upper limit off. is one minute. It can get real big, it turns out. Yeah. So, uh, pretty incensed here. Um, Taking this arrow, this pain in his head, he kind of blinks a bit. This boss, the captain I'm in, and he rushes forward, uh, holding his great club almost down to the side, almost behind him. And this thing is a massive stick, just a truly massive stick with bands of iron, three of them around the end of it, with some studs in it, just for a bit of bit of extra open. And as he comes up. He swings it around wide up at you, reaching down and grasping to put some extra strength in with his with his second hand. And uh I want the stick. I would like to have a barbarian at the end of this. I'm gonna it's, use a I'm so feared. Second villain point. I got I got two of this. You should be <laughs> handing your villain points to us. Yes. So I went on a two because <laughs> I used one on the will save and I'm going on a one right now. I gotta remember that I have mine on the screen now and I have to update that. Use link fourteen twenty nine. So only got the haters now. <laughs> it's gonna catch you for a 33. 33. Uh, 31, because he's frightened too. Okay, so thirty one. That that is a normal hit. Alrighty. Math. Normal hits are okay. Normal hits are okay. I don't think Rasheen can take one, but I think we're all right. yes. And uh, as this thing slams into you for fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. It's not bladed or anything, it's just a big old stick, and it hits pretty hard, but he puts a phenomenal amount of muscle behind it. So and he's a beefy boy like myself. He's a pretty beefy boy too, and even given your size and his, well, manuative stature, <laughs> as he swings this up, he's going to put so much strength behind it, it's going to topple you and knock you prone. Really? So, yeah, it's going to knock you wow. flat on the ground, and uh, this momentum he has almost carrying through with the weight of this swing that almost spins him to the side. And as he does, he raises his right leg and just lashes out uh, with the boot. You can see the heel and the toe, Captain Iron, kicking towards you. You're flat-footed now because you're down. Oh, well done. And that's going to be a 35. That is a, that's wow. a crit. On the second attack. Jeez. Kick Angel. As this boot connects, now that you're kind of down on his level as he's knocked you over, it's a pretty decisive shot. You're going to take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Oof, that... I kind of spit out a tooth. Is that all you got? Now you hear the flapping and the wings in the distance. And along with that, of course, there is in fact a creature. I don't believe you. <laughs> Dragons are real. They're not real. It's going to take them as they fly in towards the source of uh, the captain's calls. Showing up on either side of them here as they fly in pretty low. Oh, he goes this way. Pretty low, uh, just 
just a little ways above the actual rooftops of the buildings, almost skirting the thatching and what shingling there is as they swoop in. But their entire turn is going to be flying in here. And what's their names again? Uh, Ash... Ashmander Ash and Charasaur. Charasaur, that sounds right to me. Yeah. <laughs> Resume. You got a couple of dragons? I do have a couple of dragons for you, good sir. Oh. Yeah. I actually have a couple of actual dragon tokens we can put down. Now, although they are, well, they're dragons of some denomination, they're not massive. Uh, and in fact, they only appear to have their wings and two legs. They don't have, like, hands. And there's not that much of appearance of intelligence as they come in here. They look, well, none of you have probably ever seen a dragon before, but they look almost similar to the jungle defenders that you had fought back in Wongi, defending that first totem. One of us has seen a dragon before. That was actually just you that had seen that. Actually, technically, Chushik was there. That's true, actually. No, I totally completely forgot about Zurich. You guys have absolutely seen a dragon. These are definitely not dragons. But uh, they're they're dragon-like, dragon-adjacent. Resme, they're, they're cousins. Um, can Resme see that one up in up in the air, or is she too? Uh, you can't see the one nearest you. You can see the one further down, because that one's just barely like at the roof level, and you're up against this building. So there's no way you can see over to that Drake. Um, Resme uh, will kind of ignore them for uh, a second, then, and she will uh, look out at the the man standing over her friend and she will cast out Conatus Conatus Maximus and drop uh, a f- level five magic missile on him. We're shooting all the magic missiles pew, here pew, today. Pew. This is just the magic minigun. Nine. It's ninety four plus one each. Ninety four plus nine. Yeah, it's at level five. There's so many balls. So is it appropriate this time for Marshall to say, say hello to my little friend? Realistically, he's probably not even towering over Marshall, because, like, even prone, you're just the same height now. Yeah. Because you're freaking huge. A lot of D4s. Lots of D4s. 31 points of damage. Okay. Still, that's that's effective. Probably the best part of Magic Missile is it's just a number. It just works. Auto hitting is a hell of a drug. Yeah, it, yes. it just works. Yes. I, I really don't want to mess around with this clown. All right, Marshall. Neither do I. So I'm going to assume it takes a turn for me to get back up. It takes an action to stand up. Okay, yeah. takes one. Uh, takes takes an action to get back up. So I'm going to so s- stand back yeah. up. As you go to stand up, he swings the club back around, bringing it straight down over you. It provokes. It does. Got attack of opportunity. That's gonna be a thirty-five. That's another crit. <sighs> and jeez, uh, knocks you prone again. <laughs> I swear. As he slams this into you, he just growls out, "Stay down! You know what's good for you." Smacko. Gonna hit you for fifty-six points of bludgeoning damage. Um. <laughs> You stand up, assuming you're conscious. I am pretty messed up, but I'm still but up. conscious. He's but up? I'm, <laughs> oh barbarian God. health pools. Barbarian health pools. Give me one the, second to to math here. Just uh, wallops you with this, and you like take it and still stand up anyway. Oh yeah, no, I forgot. You've, I think you have literally 
the most health any character can possibly yeah. get. He's a dwarven barbarian with 18 constitution. I think he also has toughness and the dwarven and racial double toughness. toughness. Yeah. I, I stacked I, those things I on purpose. do not think you can build a character with more, more hit health. points than Marshall okay. has. And I think he's at completely maximized. Mm -hmm. And at this point, this is probably the first time you've seen Marshall this bloody. Yeah. <laughs> As you stand up and he looks impossible. <laughs> that's why Varys warned us about you. As I'm getting up, you just see the veins in my arms, like my neck and my skull, just like pulsating more and more. I'm like, no, laddie, I'm worse. <laughs> That's my, I psych up for my second thing. And then for my third, I swing. Axe towering down. He's still frightened one. But understandably. I don't get it. You've got to burn it on this I'm one. I'm burning it on this one. I have smash to. Smash the clock. That's Better. Bad. Uh, 28. 28? Yes. Actually, wait, am I still in the sphere? Yes, you yeah, are. So that's a 29. Because I spent the action to yep. boost it. So it's a 29. 29 with his frightened one will just <laughs> catch him. Thank you. Teamwork. You are the you man. You needed the frightened, you needed the blessed. <laughs> I rolled a 10. Zach so. lethal. Never say a plus one doesn't matter. No, exactly. no. no. man, right. it's money. Especially in second edition, you chance to. So that's a 27 damage. Right. As I just bring my axe down on this guy because I'm like done with his crap. And as you hit, he's got this great club down on the ground and he, he almost, he, he's still fairly fast. He almost twists out of the way, but you catch him and stagger like a, a blade sheets across his chainmail, stumbling him backwards, probably snapping a collarbone or two. But uh, he has his club back up and he's he's still in there. He got one action left. He actually doesn't even look no, that, that I thought that was all my actions. Stood up, slapped him. I. I uh, psyched up. Oh, psyched up. I, I always I, miss psyched yeah, up. Sorry. No, you're good. I, the the awesome. angry thing was, yeah, my bad. <laughs> uh, so, Trishik. Because I need the bonus health. Mm. Trust me. And uh, before Trishik goes, Tronus96, diving into Kados, the friendly mimic from chat, for Marshall, the murder dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Take it back. Keep hitting them. Hit it hard. All righty. Hit him again. You found somebody with my poison. I'm going to uh, pull out my last dose of wyvern poison, slather that across an arrow, bring it up, pull back, take careful aim, and hope this hits. So, I thought wyvern poison was one action. Two actions. We went. Over, we specifically went over. Yeah, and I, I thought that that was one. Actions. Pulling it out is one. Poisoning the arrow is two. Well so then, I'll poison three. Well then, I'll. Hide first. So that's a 23 to hide. You can see as he seems to be pretty competent in a fight here. He's he's while he's brawling with Marshall, keeping actually where you are. He knows you're in the building next to him. I'll okay. That's a poor I'll re I'm wondering why you weren't rerolling yeah. your stack of coins over Looking there. Down yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. More respect. So 33. 33. He lands over the building as you go through, but it looks like he's lost track of you. Alright, so I'm gonna hide. I will shoot at him. I'll just go on ahead and uh, shoot at him and then take cover. Okay. Uh... 
I'll spend a hero point for that, because that's a five. I want my one and only attack of the turn to be good. Nah, don't need that. Better. So, 27. Flat-footed and frightened one. Exact <laughs> lethal again. That's two lower level. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I thought I just missed. That's exactly going to catch him. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. 15 and bleeding. It's his, it's, it's his time of the month. Roshin. All right. So I'm kind of in the corner of this ruined building here. Uh, can I see him on the other side of Marshall? I guess no, Marshall's you can up. like kind of see Marshall through a window, but the wall's mostly intact here, so. All right, so I'm gonna have to move out. If you I have to be out of the him. building to draw line of sight to him effectively. And there's dragons out there. They're not dragons. <laughs> there's dragons Let's out there. <laughs> Thank you, Science Kid. <laughs> <laughs> You'd even be able to like see this one, like its wings as it flaps down, gliding in just behind you where you entered. Yup. I don't have much magic. Um, but what I can do. Get back here and look cute. Get back there and look cute. Um, I'm going to delay, actually. I'm going to hunker down, and I'm going to delay. Okay. Tell me when you want back in. Or you so, could just uh, make the bubble bigger. So the, the <laughs> captain, uh, as this drake comes flying in almost a, in a street kind of tangent to the smokehouse here, its head turned his direction. Running his great club to swing uh, at Marshall again, the captain points down the road. <laughs> Ashmander! Mage! And then swings again, another big beefy club hit towards Marshall, trying to bring it back down. Probably. Only gonna be a 24, 23 even, because he's still framed one. Wow. Ha! Because you're not prone. Yes, because I'm not prone. I'm glad. And, uh, I'm just kind of stumbling. You're able to avoid that one. And he follows that up again, just kicking up with his boot. Uh, even worse. That was not going to hit you. Wow. Nice. Oh, what's wrong, little man? Getting tired. And then he... Get a big club. He's gonna, the, the club's still kind of behind him after he misses this one. Just try and put all his strength into sweeping it one more time. Taking the, the hot third attack at the minus 10. He's fishing. For a 27. Barely hits me. Uh, lucky clip. So finally catching it with this. You are going to take 28 points of bludgeoning damage. Jeez. I'm, I'm pretty messed up. And he's going to bat you back to the ground. Knocking you back over again. And he's just going to call out down the street. We know about you lot. Vayner's told me. We're ready. And uh, Dragon Uno, north end here, uh, sees arrows flying out from this building in front of him. And he is going to fly up higher, about 30 or so feet above the street here, in the middle of this area, <laughs> and roll his head back, fire swelling up in his mouth, and not let out like a torrent or a continuous blast, but kind of cough a single <coughs> burst of fire. That's you. <laughs> sails down towards the house Trashik is in. You took cover, so you got cover. And as that hits the outside of the house, it is going to erupt uh, in a massive wave of fire. Oh, come on! 
he's fireball. <laughs> His breath is fireball breath. And uh, that's going to last pretty large over the area. Jeez, man. Uh, but it's not going to catch anybody but your sheik. Give me a reflex save. You got plus two from cover. So a 28, I assume, is a success. 28 is, in fact, a success. So that's a critical success. As you duck down the building, there's fire washing through the ruins. Uh, you're going to be completely okay, actually. I anticipate what I've already seen my mage throwing around. <laughs> <laughs> the second Drake... Mine's cooler. ...is going to come around the corner of the building here, and as he hasn't seen yet, he doesn't know what's going on. He will see Resme down the road. Uh, and as he does, he'll flap his wings again and almost accelerate, his whole body flying like a bolt as he shoots down the street in the blink of an eye, his claws digging into there as he skids to a stop in front of you uh, before just lashing out with fang and claw towards Resme. Uh, Resme will nimble dodge uh, to her right. Okay, so the fangs coming in first here. We have 29. Uh, a 29, it, it's meat, right? Meat hits, yep. Uh, yeah, it will just hit her. Alrighty, you are going to take 17 points of damage, mostly piercing, but some from the, the fire all up in his mouth. Um, most of that um, will uh, kind of just go up in smoke as her uh, magical shield disappears. You're wearing the ring of fire resistance. Oh, That's two less, right. two less. You got the ring of fire resistance on. No, it's a re fire resistance five. Could he only roll two? Two less. No, I have the dragon medallion. That's cool. He did two fire damage, so you oh, take two less. Got it. <laughs> okay, then I take five. Got it. <laughs> Sorry, my brain. It's not working. Keep going. What is? And then he is going to bite again. Or a twenty-one. That will uh, clink right off his heart armor. Before is that one manages to grasp, and as he kind of misses to decide with that one not getting to grip you, his tail comes whipping around from behind, lashing towards you for the final strike. Um, with uh, 19. Again, uh, she'll just whip and weave and dodge out of its way. Whip it real good. Um, All right, resume. Roshin's going to step oh, in. Here you go. Boop. Roshin, you're so ready. You were sitting over there like... Is he done? <laughs> wait, he done? wait for it. All right, okay, they're in perfect cone formation. Let me get out of the blast radius. Um, so Rushin's going to break cover, um, and she's going to, let's see, pop out. Uh, can I go sideways or have to back up? You have to go out the back of it. Okay, so that's going to be It's five. like five ten to there. Okay. Um... 15, 20, uh, and uh, actually, she as she runs, uh, a red mist is going to kind of gather under her feet and is going to kind of pump her forward. Uh, that's going to be Athletic Rush. It's a one-round somatic, and I can stride as a part of it. Ooh, and okay. I get an extra 10 feet of movement. Very nice. Speed boy. So I'm going to slide up next to Marshall. And if I did that right. 60, yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Math is good. Math is good. Math is good. Uh, as she's like breaking cover, running, um, and she'll uh, slide up um, and stop uh, a little bit out of range of Mr. Clubman. Um, but she'll look at him, and her eye is going to blaze red. Uh, dive Lanoir. And again, that rush is going to go forward, um, and he has a will save. Uh, 
Will he or won't he? I better not pick these dice up because they're all 20. Um, this is going to be my last villain play here. Haterade, get in here. Get him out early. Get them all out of here. Get them all out of here. That's going to be a 28. Uh, 28 will pass, so he'll take half. Oh, and hang on. Do I pass? Do you take half? Do I pass my own DC? I do not. Uh, that would be a fail, which would turn into a success, which would make me pay half. I'm going to spend a hero point because uh, this is a, a lot, and I don't want to take... Believe. Believe in the dice. One point better. One point better. Still not enough. <laughs> both passing. You're both taking half. All right. So let's see. 12, 14, 6, 20, 30, 30. Oh, 40. We each take 20 mental damage. Uh, Roshin just gets a nosebleed. And he is, he's a uh, of her marshal here. Looks your direction, grits his teeth a bit. And then, then Resme. Um, Resme will step to her right, so she has uh, both dragons um, in front of her. And then uh, you'll hear almost like a rumble, and her hair will get icicles all over it, and she'll cast out in a deep voice, Ventus, Ventus in Frida! Cone of cold. How long is it? Uh, it is a 60-foot yep. cone. That'll get them both. It's a small blizzard. It is a, this is a fairly large blizzard. Uh, as you go to encant that, the drake snaps at you once more with its jaws as you're focusing on the motions for your spells. They're all attack of opportunities. Fighting down with a 30. Uh, a 30 uh, will hit her, but just hit her. It's got me. I'm not even going to roll the fire. This is D6. Um, one. Yeah, that's true. You could take one. You don't, but you could have. <laughs> uh, you're going to take 16 points of piercing damage. Well, this thing's maw is pretty big. It, uh, surprisingly, it does not bite with that much strength. Um, they need to make me reflex saves. Okie dokie. So, dragon right in front of you is going to get a 26. Uh, that will fail. Dragon in the distance is going to get a 24. Uh, that will also fail. So, they're both taking full damage. Yes. It's ice o'clock. One, two, three, four, five. Guess who's weak to cold? Hint, the drake made of fire. You don't say. <laughs> uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 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 eight. You guys are just blasting cones up and down the road. <laughs> oh, wait, no, you were doing, you were, uh, you did a thing on her. I don't know why I thought you were going to come for some reason. It's going to be, uh, 37 points of cold damage. 37. So as that strikes him, um... This frigid blast seeming to catch with exceptional power on these drakes. Uh, the ice ripping through them with brutal efficiency. It's going to do even more than that. They are weak to cold. Uh, it's going to cause the one in the air to kind of stumble and flab, but the one in front of you to just shriek out in rage and pain. That's a lot of damage, and they certainly couldn't take two of those, but one's not going to end them immediately. And before we uh, go further here... Dragonic Soul 221. <gasps> because Mahath this is This is what you get. Mahathalot. You give me a villain point back. Marshall. You're on the ground. You know, if you get up, he's whacking you. Oh, so, well, in that case, I kind of spit a little bit of blood out of my mouth and go, Pfft. Oh, trust me, like I said, if I'm going to go down, you're coming with me. So, 
I'm going, that's my version of psyching myself up before the hit because I learned. Zero fear. You can just attack from the ground. Yeah, if it's you a minus two, to. but you can. I'm not taking that risk because we, we all know how good. I either succeed or great or terribly. <laughs> you're, you're not taking the risk of swinging from the ground or you're not taking the risk of standing up? Swinging from the ground. He's going all Oh, okay. It's beefy time. Okie dokie. Um, and plus, I'm still in your bubble, right? Uh, the plus one to hit bubble, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm. Yeah, you only have a minus one, actually. What are you doing, Marshall? Yeah. No, it's your turn. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and intimidate him. All right. <laughs> Might as well. It's, it's good. I'm Yell just, at him from the ground. Even down here, I'm taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not wrong because that oh. is a thirty-three intimidate. Thirty-three will succeed. <laughs> He's frightened one again. Even like the tips of my beard are flickering with flames. I mean, so it's hard funny. to not be scared when clearly this dwarf does not understand the concept of. And as and as I say that, I'm just swinging my axe up. All right, so you got minus two from being prone, minus plus one from blast you, minus. So one. it's just minus just one. Minus one, yeah, yeah. functionally. Doesn't <gasps> matter. Don't matter. Doesn't when you matter. Twenties. Wow. So I, you know, I could have swore this man had legs before he started fighting us. So I'm just. You might kill him. He's taking a lot of damage. Uh, that is seven plus. I can do math. I swear. That's a good point. So that's twenty-three times two is forty-six. I think. Uh, 46 is not going to kill him. I, I rolled kind of low on that damage. That's sadly. a solid string. It's going to rip through his chainmail and stun him, sending him rolling. But that's not that's not going to put him down. I tried. Trishy. I didn't roll his bleed last turn, did I? Probably not. Oh, yeah, I'm still prone. So. Well, from my position of cover... I'm going to hide again, wait for the right moment, and uh, pop out and shoot him. Give me your hide. So, hide. 27. Still tracking you. Yeah. Pop out and shoot him. For 33. 33 will catch him. So, we will... Roll the normal Damahogwe. That's good. 10, job. 18, 20 damage. Alrighty. And Takes an arrow, and at that one, now he's just hanging on. At this point, he is. So I can see him stumbling. Yeah, you can see it. He's staggered, he's hurt, but he's still not quite down. Gonna launch another one at him quickly now. Strike him while he is weak. And 31. Math. 31 will catch him with the second arrow. Bah! Big money, big money. 15. And that second. Pew, 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 pew. Catching him with that salvo. Good job, <laughs> He's finally going to send him reeling over backwards. Putting the captain down. There are still a pair of dragons out here. Marshall, get to cover immediately. They're now very upset. Uh, dragon run. Thank you a lot. 
<laughs> Still just right in front of Resme here is again just going to lash out, uh, seeming to almost accelerate and gain momentum as it swings. Uh, Resme is going to, having anticipated this, dive right underneath it and try to get behind it. So snap one, coming in for a 30. Uh, that will catch her. No crits yet. No crits. Uh, hitting you for 15 points of piercing damage once yep. more. Snap two, coming in for a 21. Uh, that will, she'll roll right past it. And the tail lashing at you for a 19. She won't even notice that he swung it. Yeah, and as you're largely underneath him there, he is then going to flap his wings and uh, ascend some way into the air about 30 feet above the ground as well. The other dragon, seeing everything that's going on over here, is going to shoot down from its position on high. Again, coming in almost like a bullet as it crashes down in a a blink, talons digging into the earth, lashing out with everything it has. Uh, Marshall's on the ground looking pretty injured and also much less armored than Tiny Armor Lady. And that's the big obvious target for a relatively dumb animal. So he's biting your direction. Big shiny thing. Mm. Jaws coming in for a 24. He's still prone, I believe, in stand-up. Who, me? Yeah. Uh, so it's minus two, right? Yep. So, yeah. That'll hit. That's just barely. All right. He's going to catch you for 15 and then five more points of fire. So 20. Fire resistant because of dwarf. Never mind. So just 20. <laughs> <laughs> so just 20 points, or 15, sorry, 15 points of piercing damage. Is that the poof of the consciousness or just... Oh, just in general. <laughs> They're not allowed to actually roll their he, fire he damage. He farts in your general direction. <laughs> and your mother smells of elderberry. Second bite for a 21. 21, no. And a tail slash for an 8. One digit Ooh. on that one. Wow. Like wow. Yes. That's that's cute. Roshin, this thing is next to you going I'm nuts. still pretty bloody, though. All right. It's it's next to me going nuts. That's, that's a thing that's next to and me going nuts. For the belief... For the continued ability to sacrifice, uh, willingness to sacrifice yourself. <laughs> Rex a liquid giving you back a hero point, putting you back Yay! on the table. All right, thank you. Um, okay. Uh, all right, I guess we're doing this thing now. Um, and uh, she'll two-hand the sword and just just try to swing this thing right across its face. It looks like it's still got the, the bits of ice that have clung to it have melted away just from its fiery body, but it looks like it has been ripped ragged by that cone of cold. Uh, that is a 30. 30's going to hit it. Let's see, that's a 9, and I'm in moderate curse, so I go to 6, uh, 15 slashing, and it's bleeding. Okay. Um, mental math. Yeah. And, uh, let me see. and that, that strike catches it, and this thing seems... Surprisingly fragile. Another swing like that looks like it'd bring the thing down. Oh, well, let's, let's go for it. <laughs> let's see what happens. I ain't got a shield, so we're in there. Go for gold. That's uh, probably not going to do it. I'm probably going to need to... Oh, it's a... Uh, blessing, it's 21. 21's just barely not going to do it. This is kind of reeling in pain now, trying to keep out of your reach. Use <clears throat> its size to its advantage. 
Um, all right, well, uh, Koshitz, and she'll put a boom, a shield will pop up in front of her. Um, Resme, who is desperately worried for her almost two dead friends um, across the plaza. It's all right, we've got it. <laughs> is actually going to uh, disregard the one in front of her and uh, cast out Konatus Maximus and throw another max magic missile on the one in front of them to try to put it down. Nice. Pew, 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 right. pew. And this, uh, this nine D four plus one. Plus one on each. Yeah, plus, like nine four plus nine rather. Yeah, yeah that, that is getting It's almost max too. Nice. Yeah, that, that, Salvo of missiles is actually going to blast that Drake down because 18 is the minimum it can do. And so, then uh, uh, she'll look at and she'll go, "Well, uh, I hope you come back here now and assist me." <laughs> <laughs> Just right above you. <laughs> <laughs> I I really don't like it. All right, Marshall, is that Drake rips into you some and then falls to this magic? Oh, thank you, Messi. Get myself back up, and then uh, psych myself back up. Thump. Bruh. And then I just, I can only move 25 feet, even in giant form. So. <laughs> trump, 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 trump. I'll be right there. Which is actually only as you're trying to get past the corpse of this Drake that's filling up the street. It's only going to be 10 feet because that's going to be difficult terrain because a big old Drake body you got to get over, and it's it's pretty big even for you. I'm just like carefully, I'm like sorry, sorry. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> sorry. Trishy. <laughs> Appears we only have one target left. I say to myself as I'm slinking down, bringing my bow up to the window to take aim at the one that appears to not really have been paying attention to me. So I threw a fireball. Away. Oh wait, no, the other one did. That one yeah. flew all the way past. You. I have no idea you're there, honestly. So that's a th the 29 to hide. Uh, okay. And then. It's got its nice soft underbelly exposed, being 30 Why feet up in the air. So we're going to go ahead and unleash two quick shots, one after the other. First one is a 30. And the second one is a 25, exactly five lower. Uh, did you roll the same number twice? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Both of those will connect. All right. So first one. Do I get my sneak attack on this one? You do. Okay. Not that perceptive. Three, six, nine, eleven. Really bad rolls. And he's now bleeding for D6. And then this is just a normal strike, because you can't hide and pull shenanigans. Much better for 12. So 25 total. There's two strikes, two arrows clipping. I'm throwing him kind of off cant as he flies here. And he's bleeding. Um, yep, bleeding, pretty seriously injured. He's gonna turn around, see this glowing golden beacon of bless and this shield and this giant thing climbing over his dead, uh, his dead ally here. And you know what? That uh, looks tasty. You know, probably looks like a fireball. It looks like a fireball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was a dragon that could cut fireballs, even with minimal intelligence, that looks pretty like a fireball. So he is again gonna cough out one of these blasts. It's gonna erupt in the street here and a reflex save from both of you two at the end of the table. Um, I'm, I'm, a dwarf. I'm gonna activate Divine Aegis. Is this magic? Does it have a magic tag? 
It is magic, yes. Is it divine? No. Then I get plus one. <laughs> Your natural 20. The big dice has been carrying him today. I literally look at this thing, come on, come on, beastie, as it's firing this thing <laughs> at me. You're a forged dwarf. <laughs> you smell metal and fire, it's harder than this. Um, so this, this fireball like catches Roisin and bodily just lifts her off her feet and she just goes sprawling. That's a two on the die Oofies. Uh, for a total of, um, what's actually, your, it's a 19. What's your health at, buddy? Uh, I have nine points of health left. Lassie, is it you okay? possible? It's possible it's this possible could not knock you not out. Knock me out. I need to roll a whole lot of ones, <laughs> but, uh, but it could happen. I just uh, see this. I'm just like, oh, Lassie. You, you did not critically fail. <laughs> is that that's, two ones I see? That's six. <gasps> and that's a KO. Yep. So that's oh, okay. uh, 14. 14 damage from the fire. I, I did almost min-roll that. I rolled four ones in those six dice. Hey. You almost got to live. Uh, and then it's going to send you down to the ground into dying and prone. Oh. His machine falls. And this dragon is going to shoot back down to the ground in front of Resme, back to what it was doing. Shoots a cough. Sees a dwarf not care. Sees you fall over. It doesn't even see its handler on the ground behind the giant dwarf and the dead drake. Well, it's on fire. He's her handler's handler's on fire now. Yeah, but he doesn't know anybody. <laughs> yeah. And it takes a point of bleed. And it takes one point of bleed damage. Remember, that one point matters. Mm -hmm. You right, cannot discount ones in second edition. <clears throat> um, Resume, uh, seeing that this thing... Oh. My fast healer triggered. You are still in combat. It triggers on your turn, though. Uh, I didn't heal myself in my last turn. Oh, Did, would it have made a difference? Uh, it would have had me, I would have been at 13 health. I need 14, so. Okay, yeah, there you go, so no, I'm, I'm laid out. Um, Resme, um, not knowing how much this thing has left in her, uh, is actually gonna do the safe thing, and she's going to dimension door back over behind uh, Roisin in case Roisin needs help. But first, she is going to step back using um, her Mobility, mobility mm -hmm. so that it can't attack you me. Get some distance and then you teleport yep. across over behind uh, Rasheen. This thing is you cast a spell and disappear. Doesn't even immediately turn around. You can all see it still just like looking, like sniffing. Where did it go? What happened? Marshall. As I see my comrade falling, and how far, uh, how high up is this? He's thing? on the ground now. Oh, yeah, this okay. It's on the ground? Okay. I'm just, I'm upset, very upset. So I'm, uh, am I still in rough terrain or am I still? You are, yeah. Okay. It'd be one move action to get out of it. Okay. If you want to go forward. Um, I'm going to move, I'm going to do two move actions, I suppose. As close as I can get to it. And it's just with, out of reach. Just out of reach, because then it's difficult terrain again from all the corpses over here. <laughs> So, you just get just, it's literally you know again, one square out of reach. You know what? With my last action, I'm like, hey, beastie, come play with me. Hey. It is a scared beastie. Uh, that is a 33. Oh, yeah, it's spooked. It is, uh, it's going to turn around immediately, uh, open its mouth and roar, but definitely, like, shy back. Uh, <laughs> moving its wings posed out, its feet almost just kind of kicking backwards yeah. like a chicken. As I mean, I'm a very damaged, bloody dwarf, but I'm still coming at him, like, fully ready <laughs> to go. Is it coming? It roars posture in here. And I cheek. just, your fireball, I was like, ha! 
<laughs> Whatever. Same thing I've been doing. There's now a perfectly good distraction that has appeared in front of this dragon. You're welcome. I'm going to hide. Sneaky peeky time. <laughs> I don't know if you can fail to check the hide from this. It's not very perceptive. Uh, Well, I mean, that's a 28. Yeah. Well, did you roll the die? A nine. You need a that one. I'm pretty sure. I have a 19, so. Oh, no. You need like a three. Okay. Yeah, so, and then yeah. plink, plink. So, not one or a two. Hey. Pew, pew. Uh, 27 flat-footed. 27 hits. All right, and the second. I mean, he's got, he's got four health, so. I was just rolling both because yeah. it's going out, like, just so plink, like, plink. You, you, you're putting a pair of arrows into him. I, I don't know that, I don't believe you can do less than four damage. I don't think. Nah, that's no, one so four, eight, 18, 20. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fast healing almost got me back up. And as those arrows land into the hide of this second drake, its attention focused incorrectly on Marshall. That's shots. correctly. It should be looking at the That's large, fair. scary Marshall thing. Marshall would be a huge problem if Marshall got to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to fall down. What happens to it? It's been blasted and ravaged by a cold blizzard. I've been putting arrows into it for roughly 10 to 15 seconds now, just one after the other. It doesn't know where they're coming from. It's just overwhelmed. There it's no it's pincushioned. It falls, blood loss and pain racking its body. It died unaware that there was a lizard in that building. <laughs> like, I never put that together. I uh, I go up to that drake. I chop, or I, I assume it's a drake, dragon, whatever it is. Chop off its head. I toss the head to, to Rashik. You earned this one. And then it I go to the other one. Against the and I chop. <laughs> no, stop chopping at it. We have to turn it into armor. Don't you know anything? Um, I'll just make death saves. I mean, I can make yeah. it myself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going to stabilize you. For the record, so. I, I, I know how to make the armor. So worst case, I'm like, oh, I can make something out of it later. Yeah, Racine's still on the ground, but Resme in range to be able to... Uh, I was going to give the other head there. to you. Um... Resume uh, will, you'll see um, magic flow through her again, and uh, a calm uh, aura will come over her, and uh, her face will wrinkle up a little bit, and she'll start uh, slowly kind of soothing you as she takes out her healing kit and starts Soothe trying to pack you up. the consciousness into her. Okay, uh, that's going to be a 24. You need to, like, calm down. That takes 10 minutes. I to stabilize? Oh, to stabilize? Oh, I'm I just trying were, to stabilize. Oh, no, you're casting stabilize no, when doing no, no, a healing no. check. No, okay, no, yeah, all right, yeah, you stabilize her. You, you would absolutely stabilize her. You got to calm down with that stabilizer. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it takes 10 minutes to stabilize like, somebody. Why, why does that action exist, then? Like, <laughs> I thought you were like, yeah, the cantrip. I just need no, to stabilize and then I turn to treat her. I'm doing it the old-fashioned way with the healers. Imagine medically stabilizing somebody in Pathfinder. Happens, it's happened to Roshin twice so That's far. That's fair, I suppose. <laughs> so so, uh, Resume has some uh, beef jerky. She'll kind of weave it in front of your nose, <laughs> hoping you'll be hungry enough to wake up. If I was Rur, that would totally work. As you do that, the dwarf is just like, meat? What? We were all the Are way across the plaza. Now? It doesn't matter. He smells like <laughs> <your> meat. <laughs> if it's alcohol or food, he's going to be there somehow. He's Roshin. a mighty dwarf, and he wants your meat. <laughs> <laughs> Roshin does have a bottle of cognac on her possession. 
Don't tell him that. In a bag somewhere. Shattered now that you've been. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Kashyyyk's pulling uh, himself out of the building there. As there's nothing now but the the brief smoldering of some of the paneling and thatching on the buildings nearby. Both these drakes now slain in the street before the smokehouse. And the captain, as well, laid out. The town finally gets a quiet over it. Uh, almost just a silence, save for the, well, the wind and the waves of the ocean, not too, never too far away while you're here. You don't hear anything else happening throughout the town. This may very well have been the last of the slavers that were in this hamlet. Come on, dearie, wake up. I'm the doctor now. I need a treat wounds to wake me up, I guess. I think I'm still at zero, it's right? It's going to take you 10 minutes to actually You're back at up. one health, but then you can I'm going to take a look. Damage. Aren't I immune to treat wounds right now? You are. You're yeah. unconscious for an hour. I'm, I'm going to take a look at the, the dude with the big club's body, see if he has any potions on him. I'm taking the big club. <laughs> <laughs> I earned it. This it's is for me. <laughs> I'm probably the only person time. I could use it, too. You so. hit with it the most. Looking over, it. much like the rest of the uh, the raiders in here, it seems they haven't brought much other than their basic kit. None of them even had, like, bags or coin purses or anything. They just had their armor, their weapons, and what they needed to come in and do the assault. The captain's no different. Uh, aside from his short bow on his back, the giant stick, and his armor, he doesn't appear to have anything else other than uh, a set of manacles. Again, with the... Uh, with that same triad symbol uh, stamped on them. He has three sets, actually, all kind of hung together, all with three looking near-identical keys that you're starting to suspect will probably fit any of these triad manacles. They probably all have the same lock. I'm doesn't have any potions, doesn't have any food, doesn't have any supplies. Here I'm going to take all three of those keys and put them into a rich sheath. Okay. In case I need them in the future. Okay. Fair enough. Um, the drakes, uh, do they look as hard to, uh, take apart as the, 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 the beta did, or do I think uh, I can manage it? They do not at all, actually. These drakes fell pretty quickly to your attacks, and Trishik's arrows had absolutely no difficulty piercing through their hide. Uh, as a matter of fact, you want to make me an arcana check? Sure. So, uh, well... That's, that's not 20. Is there anything special about this giant club that this dude was wearing? Because uh, he looks very plain. <laughs> Admittedly, he just swings it real hard. <laughs> really, it's just a giant. It's stick. just a tree big old stick with with some metal bits in it. Yeah, with a couple of metal like bands and studs. You know at what? The top. It, even if he's it's, just a beef lord. Even if it's not like special in any way, because. It's other than the fact that it's just really big. I'm keeping it as a trophy. <laughs> it doesn't even look like well made. It, it's like it literally is like he took a real big branch, kind of whittled the bark off it, and just vaguely shaped it and put these metal bands on it. That's that's it. That's his weapon. You know what? Because I'm a forged dwarf, I'm going to make it better and use it. I would say you so, could find extra runes. You could put them in it. So um, you would know that uh, this is actually very similar to the jungle drakes that you had seen back in Longi, and in fact, these drakes are weaker. Uh, these are quite possibly one of the weakest and, like, most primeval forms of any kind of draconic creature, Flame Drake. Just the absolute most basic dragon prototype. They are simple, both in mind and strength, and though they can kind of cough those little fireballs out. And, little. Uh, like many drakes, 
they are able to accelerate themselves, almost manipulate their speed. They are just animals, really. The secret of that fight is these drakes are only CR5. Oh, wow. Man, they I just, was so worried They about just come them. in to be real scary looking. Wow. They're little baby boys. <laughs> I was wondering why. They're little well, potato boys. I wasn't wondering why. I was just grateful. They are significantly yeah. well, weaker me too. than the jungle drakes, which were CR8. Uh-huh. Interesting. Well, I suppose given the circumstances, it, perhaps it would be good to uh, get out of street at least. We need to move Resme, or Roshin, sorry, in, just in case someone else is around. Good idea. I just kind of yeah. lump her arm over and... We also need to go release all of the captives in the smoke hills. Yes, uh, let's let's go do that. Uh, let's move her, uh, Marshall. I got her. Yeah. Yeah, just I'm, in I'm case. pretty I'm pretty messed up too, but I'm still got a lot more fighting me than she does. Yeah. <laughs> if, so you could uh, if we come across no anyone, <laughs> please do not hesitate to take Roshin and Oran. Yeah. Uh, oh, my head. I am not feeling best either, oh, but uh, we have job banking. to finish. <laughs> Hold on, I got something for that. I just dig in my bag. There you go. A couple of drinking horns with some good yeah, stuff. Pigs in are legitimately significantly more threatening than the flame drakes. <laughs> <laughs> they have plus 14 to hit. Jesus. And they crit us how many times? The drakes? Oh, no, that was the drakes. The no, drakes no. are like barely managing to hit their first no, no, bites no, no. on a raging prone barbarian. No, I mean the pigs, they crit us. Yeah. The pigs went nuts. Yeah. But, uh, so we're um, going to make our way over to the smokehouse. Yes. W- bringing uh, Roshin along. Trishik, that was very, very well done. Thank you so much. You had my back quite ably. Well, the magic did a good part. Took care of the drakes almost entirely by itself. Well, cold and fire don't mix very well. Oh, I'll remember that. Yes, it is a good thing to remember. Just out of curiosity, you lass. You think, since you're so fancy with your magic and stuff, I just take out the big stick I took from the boss. You think you could do anything with this? I could hit you with it. I do not think you could lift it. I could use it for firewood. No, I meant do magic things to it. Is it magical? I could turn it into something else. I could make you believe it was something else. I could give you nightmares well, about you it. Could I do could set it on the fire. The little magic trick where you make around. it tiny. <laughs> I could make it small. You are correct. Are you asking me something specific? <sighs> I was wondering if maybe you could make this thing do uh, do what you kind of do with the cold breath thing. Uh, no. No, you can't. You can't make this thing magic. I cannot turn it into an elven sorcerer, I'm afraid. I'm just not that good at what I do. Ah, fair enough. Just figured I'd ask. Well, till then, I did take out a couple teeth for you as you part of the prize. Oh, are those his teeth? Like the guy's teeth? No, th- from the drake. Oh, well, that's very nice <laughs> of you, then. Human just teeth! <laughs> You could like if he's just handing me the teeth. I'm not taking them. You want some teeth? <laughs> no, the teeth from the Drake. I figured you could make I got a tooth guy. <laughs> I figured, you know what? You 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 killed one, and I gave I gave the head to uh, the Rashik here, and I figured you want the teeth, and you could turn it into a weed little bracelet or a necklace or something as a trophy. Good point. Uh, if nothing else, Buddy's sons will love them. Oh yeah, that's right, the boys. <laughs> At this point, I'm sure Buddy's them. children have the craziest assortment of random animal trophies from like, especially with Uncle Marshall. Creatures. 
Resume will get really kind of depressed all of a sudden. It's like, Espus was here. He could have taken those apart in two seconds and he would have gotten teeth too. This sucks. Am I ever going to stop missing him? It's well, not likely when you miss comrades, it bugs you for a long time. I'm guessing another party may perform it. Yeah, from my understanding, he was um, my role before I came along. Ah. Yes, he was a very good friend. Unfortunately, he had a... He made a deal with the god of death. Who does that? A man who is desperate. Yeah, I guess. All right, well, let's try to go free these people before I start crying again. So, uh... Larsine is pretty well injured and unconscious with no easy way to bring her around here. We're keeping Roisin on the emergency get-out-of-uh... Yeah. Wherever the fight may be. Marshall's, Marshall's got her on the off chance. Yeah. He's just got to take off running, just, just slung over his shoulder. Worst case scenario, I'll just put him over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes and just bolt out of town. So the smokehouse itself, a pretty decently sized stone building here. It's octagonal. It's almost like it has the corners have been cut or carved away from in here. Uh, the outside and the roof seemingly almost of straight stone the only non-wooden building in the area uh it has as you look at it on its eastern side around where the captain had come down uh, one pretty large entry a door that could easily have been two doors but for whatever reason is just a very large door and around the back there is a staircase that winds around the southern side of the building providing pretty easy access to its roof well i suppose for simplicity's sake I will try to open the big door. Yeah, I'm trying He's to move measuring it. measuring the yeah, it doesn't TV. Yeah, it doesn't... Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't appear to be locked. In fact, it doesn't even actually possess a lock. But as you go to move it, there is something holding it from the other side. It might be barred or reinforced somehow. Hey, give me a moment. I'll go and open the door. Okay. And I'll just scamper on up to the roof using the stairs like a people. Using stairs like a people. <laughs> and I'll, uh... So up on the rooftop here, as you get up above the building, I'll go ahead and move this over just, just so you can have some people visuals. Are like hot dogs. What? What? This is true. This is a fact. People do indeed like hot dogs. See? You knew. Are you okay? This is my life. I have so many questions. <laughs> I don't know if I want answers. How, for, how are you married? <laughs> I have boobs. I mean, I do too, but anyway, that's not stopping me. <laughs> as, you, uh, as the group of you come over around to this rooftop here, and uh, around to the building, and Trishik makes his way up the stairs onto the rooftop, there is a single vent on the top here. Uh, just a squared venting that assumedly just lets the stuff smoke from completely filling the building or at least allows it to be emptied out without having to just, you know, open the front door and just take a huge face full of smoke that's been stewing in there for several days. It's but a it smell house, real good. not Maybe a suffocate a, house. Generally unpleasant experience, like certainly. like barbecue. <laughs> and uh, the vent is large enough that there's no real difficulty in you climbing into it and getting inside. As you get in and climb your way down to the lower level of it, you would make your way, uh, you'd find yourself inside a very dry building that smells incredibly strongly of fish. 
just raw fish. Yeah. And looking around, you see racks upon racks of preserved, dried, and salted meats. Almost entirely fish, uh, but punctuated occasionally with some other cuts and flanks from other animals they may have hunted down. Mm. And there's about 16 more people down in here. Uh, they aren't manacled. They aren't actually bound at all. Uh, they're just stuck in the building, and you can see the problem with the door immediately is that the inside of it has had several boards physically nailed across it, uh, completely sealing it off from the outside. With no way for them to escape, they didn't bother using their manacles or anything on these. Uh, most of the people here are not in as good physical health as the ones on the ship. They don't look like they've really been beaten or abused, but they are elderly. They're like the two extremes. They're either elderly or they're children, or they just don't look very physically formidable. Really? However, they all look to be in exceptionally good health. Uh, these are the people like who a, didn't fight. Like, yeah, exceptionally good, uh, like completely free of wounds, rather. Like, I can't use health for both of these things. Really is a better word. Condition. Yeah. Better condition. Uh, yeah, they, they do not look like they have been injured at all. If uh, you would all like to follow me, it is time to leave. The slaves have been slain. And uh, Says the lizard person. A woman. And I'll just drop Pretty hanging beautiful. upside down from the ceiling, right into the middle of everyone. A woman, Time to go. <laughs> fairly, uh, fairly old with a green scarf drawn around her neck and similar greenish clothing. Kind of narrow eyes and look at you. And I, who are you? I am one of a few people who have found their way to your village during a time of distress. We have... A similar problem with these individuals as you all. They have caused issues for us. Now they are dead. We heard the screaming and the roars and fires outside the buildings. That was you, and you are alive? Well, what you heard over the last couple of minutes, yes, that was us. What happened earlier, that was the slavers taking everything over. This. Then you have come... Like one of the order of the torrents themselves, an emissary, or perhaps a miracle given upon us by Desna from the heavens. You could indeed say Desna sent us. And, uh, well, you are a weird, scary looking lizard and a cowl. Most of uh, the elderly and more infirm folk in here kind of keeping their distance, giving you a weird eye. Several of the children are very curious much like buddies, about the weird lizard hanging from the ceiling. I don't say anything. They just have mixtures of pointing it out and just I would drop off. down at that point. Yeah, gazing of uh, you as you're in there. Well, then... I do have crowbar if you need to get out. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll need to do that. We'll, we'll need to remove the boards on this door here. Uh, quickly, Jarris, Farson, uh, if you have that crowbar... You two assist him getting the boards off of side doors. The rest of you make room. Stay clear. And I'll pull out a levered crowbar from my bag of holding. I would imagine much like a, a fireman's crowbar. And as she, uh, as she, you grab that and she sees that, uh, you move through the door, towards the door here and you're, you're pretty clearly and visibly injured yourself. Yeah. Based on all the things that have, has happened. I'm not in the best condition. I'm not at like, Did I might fall down, but I, I'm injured very right. clearly. 
She is going to uh, kind of move towards the door herself as these two uh, not quite as elderly men that she pointed out stand up and cautiously kind of approach you. And uh, she motions to you into the door. Say, do not, uh, as do I, have much dealing with your kinds, but given our fate, whatever you offer certainly is better than whatever these pirates for after. Assist him. I assume if he is here and has not so far, he will not harm you. Well, to this point, what I have to offer is the slaver's boat is under our command. It is disabled, the captain is dead, and all of the people causing problems in the town have been slain. Son, truly, this is a blessing a blessing from on high for us. And uh, she quickly encants something, putting her hands together, and you see a glow kind of form. And uh, as she spreads her palms, this light almost flows out from her hands into you. And as you have come in our hour of need, I render what aid Desna has seen fit to give me. And you are going to get healed for 37 points of damage. Very nice. As you feel your skin around your wounds just pull itself back together. Uh, almost not stretching, but growing with a incredible like almost just accelerating your body's natural healing that would actually completely undo what the board did to me but i still have all of the injuries from the lizards <laughs> so <she> would, <laughs> the borehole is repaired yeah the borehole is repaired now please you seem a mite more formidable than us here if you can remove these boards we can go about dealing with well whatever awaits us outside yes well let me see what i can do about these and the uh, crowbar, I believe, because it's a levered crowbar, gives me a plus one to my athletics. Yep. So you got athletics, and you have both of these two guys attempting to aid you here. Um, well, I rolled a 19. Both so. successfully. So you're going to get a plus two on top of that. Okay, and, and so. By your powers combined, you are easily going to be able to wrench off the boards that are holding the smokehouse door shut. Uh, and with that, the door swinging inward to the pretty hefty creak, you two outside hearing and seeing as this group of 39 <laughs> yeah, this uh, this group of survivors inside in the pretty much darkness of the interior of the smokehouse make their way out and they're all uh, trepidatious of what's out here with the exception of this woman who as the door opens uh, with you would stride immediately out of the building which this door leads almost exactly to the dead body of the captain and the nearest drake let me right there and as she look at the two of them it is a shame that such violence has visited our peaceful town. But certainly it was a necessary one. Well, the good news is it did seem to be chosen as a bit of a pattern, but you are not a specific target. They'll not be back for you again. If this is meant to render any form of peace to me, leaving our, our fates to such horrors at random chance, doesn't fill me with courage. You, and she motions the rest of you, you holding Roshin's body, you are his allies, I assume. Oh, yes. We we took a burly pulpin, but uh, we took care of the problem for you. My name is Sneese. Sandy Sneese. <clears throat> I'm, the, uh, I'm the cleric. Wait a minute. I, I dig through uh, Roshin's bag, pull out the, uh, the cloak, 
If I remember, this might belong to you. And she uh, looks at it. No, that doesn't seem familiar. Why? What is that? It's very oh. pretty. Well, we're at Sheen when me and her were in the cabinet. We were going through some stuff. We found this and it had a name yeah, labeled this, on this. This exclamation explanation can certainly wait a few moments. I will render you what aid I can. And she uh, focuses again with a prayer and incantation to Desna. She is going to heal nine points to everybody. Woo! A wave of positive energy, followed by nine more with a second casting. Oh, I'm finally thanks. fully healed. And this will be enough to at least wake Rishina up. Uh, it's not going to be feeling very good. Oh, it's going to throw a fireball, Marshall. Oh. Hey, do not worry. We've uh, <laughs> taken care of problem. It's this okay, is Rishina. the rest of the town. Say hello. Oh, please. pleasure to meet you. No, it is us who are in your debt. Whatever reason it was that, that brought you here, it is nothing short, again, of a miracle. Where are we? I I can guess that we're somewhere in Cheliax, maybe? But I don't know precisely where. Perhaps this statement would have been true even a year ago, but even then many would have debated it. No, this town is Cypress Point. A uh, city in Ravenel. Some oh. days' journey from the capital of Kintargo. To okay. my understanding, part of Cheliax no longer. So, admittedly, these things are far beyond our simple concerns. The politics of nations rarely stretch so far. Of, of course, lady. I'm, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to, uh, no to need, insult sir, you. No need, no offense. It's simply that Cypress Point is Cypress Point, since... Our people and our catches too near all that we've ever had. Why don't we get all of you someplace safe? We have already freed your families who were on the boats. They're the ones who who pointed us here. They and might as, not have had a chance to set sail yet, either. As everyone's starting to kind of make their way out of the smokehouse here into the light, they seem to have been in there a bit, because the light is almost just blinding to them with the afternoon sun. <laughs> it takes, everyone takes a moment to shade their eyes and adjust to the outside. But then there are, just throughout each of them, gasps of shock and awe at the dead dragons that they can see in the road here. And she raises a hand by his explanation and thought I can see with my own eyes. It seems the danger may very much well have passed. That's a certainly hope so. You were able so. to slaughter their fire-breathing beasts. They were not as dangerous as we initially made them out to be, but they were still more than threatening. You have traveled the pass of war, like Iomedai herself. Oh, <laughs> not specifically Iomedai, although we do have one who follows that god specifically, although I can't imagine where he got off to. He is likely leading people around safely, keeping them hidden. We'll find him eventually. And she turns uh, She turns back around again. Myra! And Farson! Go! Through the town! If it is safe, see if there are, there are any who still need help. I do not hear the sounds of battle and little of fire. Now is the time to collect and put together what left we have. And Savrik, if you are an emissary and that is your cause, aid us as well. 
See to the ships. They says they have taken it. I saw them taking many of our people there. Make sure they're okay. Oh, Resme, uh, don't forget you were going to send Severin over to go and uh, give them a heads up that we had succeeded. Oh, um, um, she'll close her eyes and she'll summon uh, Severin back uh, with her thoughts. Um, and uh, when he comes down, he'll go, am I done flying for today because you haven't fed me, I haven't slept, and I'm very grumpy. Sev, 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 calm down. The, the danger's over. Go back to the ship with their emissary and uh, let them know that everything is going to be okay. We'll save you a dragon next time, Sev. I only die. I'm mistaken. You speak to the animals like you are asked of himself. <laughs> Just this animal, unfortunately. there's fun more concern and fire I have kept you here. These men, they spoke of uh, setting the town alight to cover the tracks, perhaps. They were to ignite the boathouse, but I see no blaze and I've heard nothing of it. A couple of uh, wild animals actually took care of that on their own. We can't really <laughs> claim credit for that. Even at that, she like, a smile cracks her face. You know the big lizards in the bay. That are not mostly made entirely of teeth. That probably are eating whoever jumped off the boat now that I think I am of it. Unfamiliar, but there surely some... our piety has sought us through this, this day. Well, certainly many towns with weaker faiths would have fallen. Our belief has seen us through. Not just your miraculous appearance, but the very nature itself rising against them. Rasheen's just going to quietly grind her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can believe what they want. As, as this goes on, I'm just handing she, her a drinking horn, like, come she on would now. turn back to the, the, the people. That are there. Crack that cognac bottle. <laughs> come then. Let us join hands. You, our saviors, are welcome to join as well, as we give thanks to Desna for our lives this day. <laughs> Before we do that, should we not take care of fires on the rooftop? They're not, like, on fire. They're, like, No, this is just, like, yeah. there's still things burning. We should probably go deal with that. Is there? It's not I much, I heard but they were aiming for the boathouse, but I had seen nothing more than the smoldering. Those beasts, they flew on high and brought down waves of flame, blasts and explosions, but they did not seem to catch much. I'm the gonna heat. point at the wall that I used for cover. Yeah, how, but that's not like burnt it's, at it's all. Like, charred. There'd be a little, be a little charred yeah. hit, but it wouldn't have caught anything. They did that to many places. They want to make sure nothing burns while we are busy. Then we will make our prayers quick, then. And Small blessings. As the uh, the me, rest me of and the, her just in the back, we're just we're good. We'll be drinking right here. The town comes and uh, all joins. Play along, be nice together with her. Uh, like any of you, like you, she isn't going to force you or anything. But anyone who shows any interest in I'll joining, I'll be polite. She would, yeah, she would easily for a bit. Uh, bring into the the ring. And she would quickly <laughs> almost say grace for the uh, the safety of her town to the goddess Desna and her allies who have watched over sent us these warriors of light, knights of silver, to run this plague from our town. And the shield of the waters kept our home safe from the blaze of these beasts. And even the teeth of the maws of the deep of the seas, Gazra has seen fit to lend us this eve. And uh, everyone bows their head for a brief moment in silence. If it is safe enough, and it seems it is, 
all of you perhaps should return. Salvage what you can, but more not what was lost of your homes or your belongings. As it is again, providence is that most of us kept our lives these days. We will gather together what we can for a feast. For those who have survived and those who have delivered our salvation. And please, you seem not pious sorts yourselves, but these prayers, they are not to minimize your efforts. They are simply a thanks to the gods who oversee all, who pulls the strings of fate in all directions, whether, whether you, their sword, or simply the fates of Phrasma and her chance. Please don't take, uh, think I am ungrateful for your, your uh, I suppose, your, your ministrations. Uh, my relationship with my goddess is complicated. And I as well would not like, would like you to think that our prayers are to undermine your accomplishments, the skill and the strengths of your own hands and magics. Of course not. Your faith is heartening and very, very... It's beautiful to watch, even though I was not blessed with such myself. I cannot help but respect it. I... have been graced with some of Desna's magic, but I have delivered that which I have to aid you now. So I have some skill with medicine. It seems that much of that you have tended to yourselves. This battle must have been grueling. If you have near single-handedly dealt with all of them, several dozens. It's been quite a day. Yeah. It was uh, close at times, but it's we did persevere. Please, I, I know not what has brought you here, or your purposes, or your reasons to have come to Cypress Point un unknowing even of the lands you tread. But... I would beseech you to stay one night further to partake in food and drink in your honor and by the grace of the gods if you are still here to stay. At this point, if you'll feed us, we'll pretty much do whatever you want. We are starving and we haven't had a moment to stop for a he meal has all day. Seen our <laughs> so our uh, feasts and our farming, our fishing may have been interrupted this day. We are well prepared and it will be no difficulty to us to lend what we can in I your honors. I take you, a giant whiff away. Is that salted meat? I smell. Aye. You'll also of all kinds, notice meat and fish. there oh. is a sudden and very large influx of ham and pork for your town. These beasts they have brought with them, they are leashed upon the town. It's only fitting to eat the enemies. Honestly, they is have the way been making me really hungry. Uh, an interesting irony, perhaps. I just start you digging my bag and pulling out a few of the parts. <laughs> and perhaps a just one. But uh, it is not... The faces of these beasts or even their meat are not something I would wish or believe that my people would wish to think of tonight. No, tonight, by the light of Desna's moon, we will feast over that which we have, what we can bring together, and what we can prepare in your honor. For your, your salvations. We'll be grateful for whatever hospitality you provide. Oh, we course. are a small and simple people, and it's the least and the most we can offer, I am afraid. Don't worry, we come from a small and simple place. Yes. I do believe, Marshall, that they have told us they do not want the meat. Oh, you know what that means. We will collect the meat yes. well, and please. dissect it. I am sure many of Cypress Point <laughs> will be more than excited to hear tales of your valor, your homeland, and your travels. Well, of course, we'll I be happy to entertain you. I, of course, if you will, tell us the, this tale. I'm interested of how you have come upon us in our hour of need. Of how course. the fates have aligned so cleanly and so perfectly. 
that your needs have eclipsed the desires and the success of whoever these raiders were. I should totally hope so. We've worked very hard to make sure that's the case, and we intend to uh, keep on eclipsing them. Well, perhaps I have some knowledge that will be of interest to you then, and it's not something that I will hold over to force you to stay. They spoke of their origins. They sailed from Kentargo, from a business called Sunset Imports, I believe. When I'm... I've never made it down to the capital myself. It is some days' journey from here. Did they give you their business card before locking you in the stokehouse? No, but they made no secrets of their intentions. They were cavalier and open. They saw no reason to hide from us, as I do not think they expected us to survive the day. They did not strike me as the sharpest knives in the drawer. There is a reason that they are here and not the ones living in town running the business. True enough. They have muscle, not much else. They knew what they needed. They were brutally efficient as they fell on us. They uh, understood how to cower town before any hope of a good defense could be mustered. Shocking all. If you simply strike strong and make it appear as if you are more fearsome than you are, everyone falls in line. Well, no one in this group abides slavers in any form. Well, then I would welcome you to my own home if it still stands. Uh, you're very kind, but uh, I believe we have to uh, go and find uh, another one of your uh, your townsfolk here. He was very kind uh, and lent us uh, some family heirlooms, and we would like to check with him to see if he'd like them back. Uh, Corval, I believe his name was. Ah, Corval, yes. <laughs> ting, ting. And this, oh yeah, you've got that, that advantage best point on. I have actually heard him mention some of this, but uh, he is... He was never much of a man and um, to possess showmanship, and of his faults, his ego is not one of them. He had to have possessed such impressive and miraculous armaments. He never once felt the need to show them off to the town. I've only heard of them briefly in passing, but for him to bequeath them unto you as our saviors is exactly Corval's heart. He seemed a very good man. And at the very least, uh, he'll know that his ancestors, uh, his ancestors' relics were put to good use. He may be the closest link to this Cheliac that that town has, as he were his uh, grandfather or his father, perhaps, was one of the knights of their ranks, not one of the Hell Orders, just one of the standing army. Interesting. I suppose that would explain why there are so few uh, devil iconography or skulls uh, adorning it. No. Uh, Cypress Point is small and simple, and we've no real lead for government or leadership. We've no formal mayor of, of any sorts, but uh, some worship as they will. I, of course, try to shepherd the flock as I can. It's a worship of Desna, and it is to her I owe my grace, my magic, and now perhaps my very life's. Well, you seem a very capable leader, lady. I'm sure they're very lucky to have you. I am no leader. I render my aid as I can to tend to our crops and sometimes to broken bones or cut skin. Well, the, there's never a shortage of that when we go about. As I would imagine. But still, Zen, see to Corvold, see to what you need. I will prepare organizations for the evening's feast. You need not lift a finger to assist us there. I will handle it. You're very kind. Shall I distract the children for a bit? I could tell them stories. I think the children will be very well distracted, and their parents as well, trying to keep them from telling tales of the death slain through our streets. 
Well, and uh, as she, she points down the road, there are literally three kids playing with the corpse of the Drake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I appreciate it's that. Wing. Like, yeah, uh, literally with, with sticks they've run and found from somewhere, just like mock fighting and sword <laughs> fighting and miming slaying this clearly already dead, behead, like beheaded Drake, <laughs> chopped their head off. That's just headless. But like miming, cutting the heads off of the thing themselves. <laughs> I'll yeah, go around though fun. and see if there's anything I can do to help them put their stuff back together. Uh, Marshall and I will go. Uh, we'll prepare our feast. We'll go around and clean up some of these bodies, get the pigs out of town, and uh, Resme, we might need you to make the pile small later for storage. Sure, absolutely. I'll. I'll go with the villagers and see if I can't help them find any of their things or put any of them back together, should they be broken. Yeah, In the meantime, we... I suppose I'll go and see to the ship, make sure the crew don't get any ideas, and probably best to stay aboard. Besides, you are the captain. And I am the captain. So at this point, the day would honestly really just have been moving into the afternoon. I need to get myself uh, a hat. You'd have a time. Yeah, you'd have a pretty good amount of day left to head around. We'll so, literally uh, gather... All of the bodies, all of the people, the pigs, the two drakes, we'll just put them in a pile and then we'll come fetch us. So you're like, you're looking through town for things? Are you specifically going to all of the slavers that you know you've already murdered? Yes. And just kind of gathering all of them together. All of them and all of the pigs. All of the pigs, especially. Especially the, the, the pigs. Leap. As you are moving through the town some now, freely not having to hide, you would notice there are some other corpses. Uh, particularly near the docks of unfortunate townsfolk that yeah, look we're not largely like they were run down yeah, by no, no, the no. boars, most likely. Just, you just only eat enemies. your enemies. But you're making a big ol' heap of mostly dwarves um, <laughs> and a bunch of pigs yes. to bring together. And with two drakes. Pigs. And two drakes here, which is, they're kind of rough to move. It's going to be much easier to bring everything to this yep. big heap. In the I mean, I could just down grow giant for that time being and just the grind them. Stack. <laughs> and then we'll uh, requisition resume to shrink the pile. And yeah, you'd be going around. It looks like other outside the center of town, where most of the damage just seems to have been honestly petty vandalism. Is perhaps they just got bored while they were waiting for everything to wrap around windows and doors, smashed axes, run through some walls, just because it seems like they could have. Doesn't look like it served any real purpose. Uh, the buildings there suffered the most damage uh, by far. Uh, around the outskirts, there's occasional small hits. You can see more impacts of charge where these fireballs have been launched by these drakes, but there's honestly not much. A bunch of roofs, as they are very flammable thatch, caught a little bit from these blasts, but honestly, the town's pretty largely going to be okay. Yeah. And you could pretty easily try to clean up and help uh, go around helping some families organize things together as you will. Uh, Roisin, making your way back to the ship, or Corvold still is, uh, and you would also see the diplomat that Sandy had briefly mentioned, uh, who does notably look pretty different from everybody else in the town. Hmm. Uh, he's much paler. Everyone that lives here is at least some degree of tanned, uh, even Sandy, as they they all work outside all the time. But this this man, he's got pretty elongated ears, not pointed elven, but they're they're longish and almost strangely deep green eyes. The color of his eyes matching a ring <laughs> that he has pierced through the middle of his lower lip. He'd already be speaking with Corvold up on the deck as you made your way back to the ship. And uh, Corvold would quickly turn and raise a hand to, to welcome you on. Zot! Zot was incredible! Yes, the accent! <laughs> 
This is Corville. This is Corville. I know. This is the fisherman. I know. I like him. Cute. This is this is not, not the guy not talking. The fisherman. Oh, okay. This is the random. This is the diplomat who's also who has there. not yet talked. He, he could have that accent, but I don't know. he could also sound extremely nerdy. He could be yeah. a super hick. Corville was a uh, Corville speaking. Sadfus, unbelievable. Those dragons, if we saw them come in from the outskirts of town, fly forward, breathing for their fire, and then just smitten, blasted apart. That, that magic, whatever it was, that you, you, you or your friends had cast, that blast up in the sky, near smote both of them down. Resume is very capable. This, this was unbelievable. I, 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 no doubts now how you managed to take down that demon. It, uh, it was quite a fight, uh, but uh, thankfully it was a victorious one. Um, everyone's gathering. Uh, there's to be a feast celebration. Uh, Sandy is uh, setting it up. Ah, so she's fine then. Indeed, she's safe. She was locked in the smokehouse with others. Uh, they're is, they're free. This is good. She uh, she has magic, you see, and her magic has been of great use to the towns, a town and our harvests. We would have struggled through many a winter without her. So this. This is good news, then. She seems very devoted to the town and the people. You should be grateful to have her. Aunt Desna, that's that. I imagine you got an earful about her particular brand of religion. I, I did a bit, but uh, I'm used to, uh, well, I I'm used to the goddess types. And uh, with that, the diplomat would speak up. And that, that particular brand of religion, as a matter of fact, is what interests me. Desna uh, religion? Well, the warship throughout the regions of Ravunel, it's interesting to me. Uh, Zavrik, Zavrik Blackcloak. And he holds a hand out towards you. Roshin Baron, gauntlet, grabs it. <laughs> and th this man is is pretty slight and pale, with a pretty heavy traveling cloak drawn around his body, kind of obscuring most of the actual shape of his torso. As he nods and takes your hand, I understand that you and your friends here not only to be thanked for the continuation of Cypress Point's existence, but also for my own life, as I seem to have been swept up in this. Uh, she'll tighten the grip a bit. Are you a Scarlet Triad? No. No, of course not. Do I need a roll for that? If you want to, you can roll for I it. I will happily roll immediately for that. Gonna tell you what he is. Beautiful. I rolled a two. I believe him. <laughs> well, I was simply passing by from the doll to the north. I was uh, on my way to Kentargo, and these fine people here are more than amicable. Oh, very hospitable. Met. And I was here when the attack began. Hmm. Going to Kentargo, are you? I am. Do you know the place well? Unfortunately, no. It's my first visit. Oh, I see. Well, we've, uh, if you're not in the mood for hiking along the shoreline, we've uh, recently acquired a ship that's be heading there soon. It would certainly make my journey much easier, and well, if you'll have me, I'd be glad to come along. I'll want to discuss it with the rest of them, but uh, I of have course. a feeling that... Uh, I understand. I have a feeling that uh, they'll, be, uh, they'll be eager to have you aboard. Well, before you agree to house and board me and ship me down to Kentargo, I should... At least be forward about my origins. I'm an envoy sent on behalf of Nidal's Umbro Court. I've come to speak with the Silver Council in Kentargo about an allegiance between our nations. Ah, is that a fact? Uh, that uh, sounds uh, absolutely fascinating. I'm sure uh, Resme will know all about it. You're not from the region, then? Ah, uh, no. Uh, at the moment, I'm stationed... Eh, stationed is such a word as it is. Uh, out of Isker. Uh, a bit out of the way, and uh, it's not my native homeland, in case you couldn't tell. Well, all of our nations have much in common, and all recently freed from the yoke of Shellish rule. Although the Dahl has tasted that freedom for some time longer than he's going Ravenel. That's something to be, uh, freedom is something to be cherished when managed properly. Well, I am working to solidify our diplomatic relations here with this new fledgling nation, and, um, of course, I'm more than willing to, uh, 
tell you anything you'd wish to know about my hometown, uh, my homeland of Nidal, should of you wish. Of course, and uh, certainly I wouldn't want you to have to repeat yourself. Uh, so uh, perhaps, uh, given that you are already a guest of the town, you could come with us and uh, partake in the feast, and, and we can talk over all of it. I didn't get to see much of your work, but I've seen its results turn to the streets as I made with many of this ship. And even now, with this area skeleton crew left here, you fight well, but effectively. Uh, thankfully, as the case may be. Um, and actually, speaking of which, and she's going to go turn to address the crew and kind of straighten her back a bit. All three of them that are still here. All three of them. Uh, at this point, no one probably, else has made it back? Probably a couple more of them would have come out by now, and you'd be up to maybe like eight sailors of this mercenary crew that are still back on the deck. They'll still give you a pretty wide berth. Clearly, the ones that have showed up have been caught up on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the three Scarlet Triad dwarves are still assumedly below deck, manacled up. They're nowhere to be seen here. That makes sense. Right then. Town is secured. Captain is slain. Demon is down. Slavers are beaten. And you all, apparently, are still here. This is an excellent thing. We'll be leaving tomorrow, I suspect. Uh, We'll be staying in town. It would probably be for the best, given your recent employ, if you stayed on the ship. And the, uh, the first mercenary girl that you'd talk to just sort of nods her head. Uh, I, at least, imagine not much else we can do. I'm glad but we understand each other. What, what do you intend to do then? I mean, obviously take our ship, but... Well, yes. Well... Well... Are you, are you paying us? Where would you be going from here with your current employers dead? Would you be seeking a job in this town? Here? Nothing here, but... Well... Fish. It's just kind of gestures in the town, like, wordless. <laughs> I'm not a poet, I'm a sailor. Right, right, so I'm glad we're on the same page. So you'd be leaving. Where would you be going then? Well... Kentargo, obviously, and we'll, we'll, we'll sail you there, no no questions, but are, is that it all seems, you want of us? It seems then that everyone wins, at least in the short term. Perhaps we can discuss further dealings in the long term. But uh, that would be something I'd want to discuss with everyone else here. After all, it was a poor captain who makes decisions without consulting uh, his mates. And uh, Corval will stand up. And there's better news! Look high! Fellows, and he points up to the sky. <laughs> the sun's barely starting its descent. Let's fish these lads a feast worthy of a king. And uh, a bunch of the various citizens of the humble town of Cypress Point here. And that's let's go fishing. Perhaps the most glorious <laughs> cheer they could hear. Uh, and he starts directing people down to get some flags and some signals from the, uh, the docks to signal the fishing boats to come back in so they can stack them up and take them out for their proper purpose. I know and what I'm having for dinner. <laughs> no. No? No. Not even a little? Not yet. Why won't anyone ever let me do anything? Off screen. And here, <laughs> saviors, heroes of Cypress Points. Is where we'll leave today's session. We can end them on a W sometimes. Sometimes. It sometimes. doesn't always have to be a, some crazy cliffhanger, horrible event. It can you know? actually be a happy ending. I do sometimes. not believe we Next be time. That He's a nerdy <laughs> elf emissary. That's true, actually. That's like tailor-made Roisin. Yeah. Uh, damn it, resume. Like I said, you can do whatever off screen. It's not whatever. I just, I just want to read with him. This... 
This man was developed in the Paizo Laboratories to be Resme's boyfriend. <laughs> so, not only have we saved this small town and thwarted the Scarlet Triad and something completely unrelated they were trying to do, because screw them, yep. with this victory, you have all achieved 10th level <gasps> stage. Which is a really cool threshold because it means you get to put a stat to twenty if you've if you've uh, been really pumping a key modifier. I am the cutest ever now. You get twenty charisma, twenty dexterity, twenty strength. Charisma. Tw- charisma also. It's my casting stat. Is your caster stat? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Oracle's cast off charisma. Fair enough. So we got the cute girls. Well, cute girl and <laughs> scary girl. It's one cute, one scary. Yeah, we yeah, make a, make a pop learned, band. Yeah. It work out good. <laughs> It's true. It's me, girls. It's pretty much me, girls. So when we come back, (laughs) I play bass. We come back around next week, next Saturday, to continue our adventures. I'm gonna have to change the level number down there. I'm gonna change all our little map panels. That sounds like we're gonna get a glorious feast, and then we're heading to Cantargo because, well, my husband's going there. (laughs) (laughs) We may actually have gotten the lead as to something the Scarlet Triad are doing. Other than just murdering, being well, evil, showing up to stop them from doing random activities, <laughs> we can actually go after them now. Yes. What better project for a brand new tenth level party? I mean, then get that guy. Get. Then get that guy. Twenty charisma. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, all of you, for being here. Thanks, of course, as always, to Paizo for having yes, us here. Special shout outs to everyone supporting the show directly on Mwah. Patreon. You guys are making this all possible with the new fancy microphones and cameras and all you that. You guys are amazing. We'll be back next weekend, same time, same place, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, right here. You want some more? Two Perception Pathfinder before that. I have another show on Mondays over on my own personal channel, twitch.tv slash squidish. It starts two hours after this one did, so it'll be two hours ago right now, where uh, we just wrapped up our second chapter there, too. So we were the same level for the the time between the last Extinction Curse and right now. Both parties were level nine. Ding. Ding. Off we go. We gotta keep that gap. We gotta keep that lead. We gotta. Don't forget... If you aren't caught up on the story so far, there's a two perception YouTube channel Does where you can everything. find everything. Does have the all the I highlights. Feel like today's highlight literally just has to be the ninety crits that took place in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Just, just spam crits just, all over the screen. You can like a crit noise or something. And and the the Sirenscape's already got me a crit noise. And, and the sound of pigs dying. Lots of pigs. <laughs> and if you go far enough back, you can look at Baby Squid's face. Oh, yes. Don't look at my beardless shape. It's beard like a man. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Bye.